Bro. I truly do believe that Zima is the cure for Rona. Dude, probably is, dude. Zima, Rona, WHL, listen up. <laughs> the time has come. Drew, you're going to have to get rich going to school so that we can all afford to go to Japan. There we go. Go to the Ribera Steakhouse, watch Wrestle Kingdom. Have mediocre steaks. Zima. If I ever go to the Ribera I'm going there for the name, bro. If I ever go to the Ribera Steakhouse, I'm going to drink so much Zima, I throw up at the table. You're going to throw up your steak and corn? I'm going to throw up my sh- mediocre steak. And your canned corn. Like I said, dude, corn. nobody goes to Ribera for the food. They go for the name. I'm gonna yeah, but it. the problem is that they don't just sell the jackets. You do realize that, right? They yeah, don't I don't care. Them. I'm still going to go take a picture, though. That's true. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll buy a jacket somehow. Dude, I've been watching... Uh, and then we'll go to Wrestle Stores because... I've been watching Midnight Diner ones. Tokyo Stories, dude. I am ready to go to Tokyo and eat some food. That's what I'm saying, dude. Have you watched that show? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So good. What is it? Midnight Diner. What is that? It's about a diner in Tokyo where this guy will cook you anything you want. You just have to show up. If he has the ingredients, he'll cook it for you. And he has one thing on the menu every night. But it's like, basically, it's a show where every episode is something different. And it's all centered around, like, the food and the restaurant. Is it, like... Uh, like it's on Netflix. Is it IRL, like, legit? Or is it yeah. just, no. like, scripted? Is it? It's scripted. It has to be. It's scripted. I don't think so. It's 100% scripted. Hmm. It's Because every episode, there's, like, a new story. True. And they follow that story. So... Or it might be real with, like... Back in reality like scripting, yeah, yeah. Ra- like but reality scripting. It's it's a good time. It's definitely a little treat of a show. All right, Zima. I've been recording. Let's talk about Zima. <laughs> Let's talk about wrestling. Zima. Can you can you uh, describe the taste of Zima for people who don't? <sighs> Imagine like a shitty Fruit Loop doused <laughs> in alcohol. <laughs> A Fruit Loop with like the aftertaste of like a shot of vodka. Imagine being sixteen. You're at your first party, yeah. and the only thing they have to drink is Everclear with Hawaiian punch. Imagine, imagine <laughs> you have the choice of either Everclear or UV blue, and you decide to mix both. them both. Yeah. Oh no, that's Zima. And a side, and a side of balls, dude. Yeah, it tastes like that balls. blue. B a w l s. Yeah, b a w l s. It tastes like that blue Tampico punch that's like fourteen cents for five gallons of it. Like the Hawaiian punch. It tastes punch. like that. It tastes no, like, like not even like Hawaiian punch. It's like the no name brand stuff that comes in a milk carton, has no label on it. It's oh. just blue juice. That's like eight. It's like a dollar for five gallons. It's like borderline windshield wiper fluid. It's like. Yeah. Mexican child with silver teeth's favorite drink. <laughs> Hell yeah. Bryson, that was slightly racist, but it's okay. All right, everyone. Just kidding. No, Welcome to Lo okay. Ringo Bernables. Um, we're back in the midst of an of a <laughs> epidemic. Um, which if you is, have the Rona, we're here to help. Which is crushing for wrestling fans. Cause it is crushing for wrestling fans. Every, trying to watch wrestling with like zero crowd is... Rough. rough let's to let's, say the least let's talk about wrestling let's talk about no fans let's talk about well let's go back we missed last week's episode let's cover anything we're nervous bryson may or may not have had the rona no bryson did not have the rona test pending test pending, <laughs> test pending. anyway um so back he doesn't when have wrestling insurance fans, so we don't know exactly back when they're wrestling fans at events um seems so long ago there was raw which <laughs> 
I don't remember anything. I don't think I think I watched it. I'm sure Andrade and Humberto had a match again. I think they did, actually. Andrade is not allowed. None of the Latino wrestlers are allowed to feud with anyone else. But themselves. If you're on Raw, you're not allowed to feud with anyone else. Not even fucking... Uh, Alistair Black, who's married to Luna Vega, can even like fight with them. No, because that that they need that segment. It's either she goes first and he goes second, or he goes first and she goes second. And it's always good. It's yeah. always he goes first and she goes second. Yeah. Like right after his match, it's always Luna Vega on screen. Yeah. There you go. Um, but yeah, so Berto before the Rona outbreak went to AEW, which was the day that I got the coronavirus. West Valley may or may not have been the Rona brace. How was it? Honestly, like, no box matches, no Kenny matches. Mm-hmm. Um, there was, like, an SEU match on Dark, but it wasn't, like, a full SEU. It was just Daniels. Yeah. Because um, Daniels is Stu Grayson in a match, right? Yeah, but they had it on Dark. Stu Grayson's sick, though. Yes, he is very sick. He's cool. But it was kind of lame that they kicked everybody out. Like they kicked SEU out and they kicked the Dark Order out of the match. Well, which, now wrestling fans have, or wrestling companies have kicked fans out of the matches. So well, now yeah. yeah. <laughs> and this week actually, AEW is going to be held at um, Daly's place, in that little zone there. So we're going to keep going. Yeah, that's but where, I think they're still going to have fans in it. I don't think so. You don't think so? Yeah, they said it's a lockdown set. Oh. Especially with like Trump just barely announced there's you can't have a group bigger than ten people and put like you shouldn't have a group bigger than ten people like. Well, they're saying that like don't go to gatherings. For like fifty or more people. Yeah. No, they just Trump just deliberately said keep under groups of ten. Really? Yeah, like an hour ago on the news. So we're at thirty percent capacity right now. We well, actually forty forty percent capacity because there's a another person in the room, but it is in the house. In the house. In the house. Yeah, not in the room. <laughs> the um, room. Just hang out. Yeah. God. <laughs> we're so, yeah, we're at forty percent capacity right now. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it was AEW was. It was okay. I mean, I, I thought was it was so, pretty okay. I yeah, like the Lance Archers like, there. Okay. Like I said, I don't like the way they had the Lance Archers debut, though. I'm sorry. I think it was kind of weak. I think it made it. It's better than I feel like they're worried about doing the same thing every time. And I feel like if they had like Lance Archer and like Jake the Snake, or like if they did some video vignette of Lance Archer like beating the shit out of Will Osprey or beating the shit out of I don't know anyone from the G1, pretty much. He had a hell of a G run. He G1 did. run. I'm sure was sick. I really great. hope he still gets to wrestle. In ZSJ. He could have beat the shit out of ZSJ. Yeah. No. No. ZSJ won. I think. I think Zack Saber Junior won. I don't. But if you're but if you're talking about having vignettes, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Just like yeah, people, like, notable people. But like, well, however, that they don't have that. Well, that all that has to deal yet. with like if AEW can do that. Right. Yeah. That's why I'm. They don't have. Yeah. The so, yet. but yeah. So that's why like with the Jeff Cobb debut, they did the video and then he showed up at the end. I feel like they're worried about keep like if they continue to do that. Well, that's the problem with AEW. They keep digging themselves themselves into holes with the way they handle debuts. It's either a vignette like with Jeff Cobb for the big stars, or for the guys like Butcher and the Blade and Doctor Luther and stuff. It's oh, it's this guy, even though nobody knows who they are outside of like hardcore wrestling fans. And it doesn't help when Jr. doesn't know who they are. Yeah, and when Jr. kills the segment by going, "I have no idea who that is," it makes him look. He didn't do that with Lance Archer though. Well, it's because Jr. actually worked in. Yeah, Japan. Japan. Lance Archer is a big enough name. I'm saying it's just like yeah, having him just show up with Jake Roberts yeah. is kind of weak. I think it would have been cooler, in my opinion, if Jake was talking to somebody like Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy heel turn. Well, I would have actually Jake no. manages Jungle Boy. No, I would have liked to have seen like snakes to the ring. He obliterates Marco Stunt. Dude, Marco Stunt gets Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy fucking kills Doc. Uh, kills Doctor Luther and Marco Stunt. No, so but I, I really, th- what I think would have been cool is to have, like, Jake the Snake talking to somebody like Dustin Rhodes, or somebody else associated with the Elite, and then have Lance Archer attack them. 
Because having him show up, them sitting down, Jake stopping Lance from attacking him, it all just kind of makes Lance Archer look like a bitch. It makes him look like he's somebody that's being led on a leash. Yeah. And I think he spent too much time doing that in Suzuki Gun. And I think now's the time that he should just be a rampant monster monster killer. I think Brody Lee could have been cooler. I do too. I'm I just think... waiting for that to happen. So, it was supposed to happen this week because it was going to be in Rochester. Oh, okay. Maybe he'll show up this week. And AEW tweeted, it's Wednesday, you know what that means. Yeah. And that's what Luke Harker was famous for, is yeah. tweeting that the every day and saying you know what it means. I'd be really interested to see it. If Luke Harper became the leader of the Dark Order, I'd be okay with it. Just because I don't want to see Matt Hardy be the leader of the Dark Order. My biggest thing with Luke Harper, though, is he's gearing towards the end of his career. Yeah. He's 40. Yeah. And he's a big man. He probably has five years left in in him. As a big man, yes, because he does. Well, the thing is now they're they're in AEW and everybody bumps for everybody regardless of height and weight. Speaking of, real quick, backtracking a little bit. Speaking of NXT, all that, anything, Wednesday nights, well, if I, mean, I don't see Killer Cross make his fucking debut, I'm gonna lose it. I'm getting sick of it. I really hope they're gonna swerve everybody and everybody that thinks Ali's coming back on SmackDown. I really it hope it ends up Cross. being Killer Cross. He's the hacker, or whatever. And I hope Killer Cross. I hope they don't give him the shitty Solomon Crow gimmick, though. I guarantee they're going to. I hope Killer Cross hits Ali with an F5. Because hackers are a thing in 2020, like the way that they're portrayed since 1999. Yeah. I hope Killer Cross gives Ali an F5 and grabs Unfortunately, him. it wouldn't happen because only Brock Lesnar can use the F5. And screams in Ali's face and says, All cops are bastards. And leaves the ring. No, dude. Brock, it's Brock Lesnar. He would kiss Ali. That's true. Brock Lesnar would kiss, open mouth kiss Ali. Open mouth. Just like Tommy. He would salute him, give him a, a, a Coors Light because that's what he drinks, a Coors Light. Yeah. Just like how But Tom Brock Lesnar's also kind of son. an idiot, so he'd probably end up calling... Ali, a racial slur for being Mexican. He'd call him, like, fucking Alibaba or some shit. Yeah. No, dude, he's too stupid to understand where he comes from. Um, He'd call him, seriously, like a wetback or something like that. Oh, yikes. Jesus Christ, Bryson. That, right. that one's a little too far. Let's... You, went, you went too far on that one. Oh, I, I could use the worst word. We're gonna talk. <laughs> now, I'm gonna get this... As the this... sole brown person, I don't know about that one, Chief. I'm gonna get this train back on the tracks right now. We're gonna cover this week in wrestling <laughs> right now. And we're going to start with last week's Monday Night Raw. The one in Close Doors or the one that still happened? The one that actually happened. Um, okay. So, Elimination Chamber, first of all. Did we, cover, did we cover the Chamber? No. We did, didn't we? no we should did we not. cover Chamber then? First? We should talk about Chamber. Let's talk about Elim- Elimination Chamber. First three matches were good. The last, the, the other half Four. of the match. Yeah, bad. Was, there was no, there's no, there was no like big name WWE stars on Elimination Chamber. Daniel Bryan. Yeah, but like, I mean, like, you didn't have. Brock yeah, none Lesnar. of the main champs have, or anything, yeah. You didn't have any main champs. Oh, dude, biggest news of all Sami Zayn is the Intercontinental. Yeah, the new IC title champ. Yeah, but that match was fucking dog shit. Hot garbage. But, but let's go through all However, orders. that three person finisher they use is sick. But we can get back to that. It looked rough, though, with Braun, though. Well, yeah, because Braun. He can't sell Nobody should be. Re- nobody who weighs 400 pounds should be wrestling, I'm sorry. That makes zero sense. I That's... mean, he's not even, like, he's barely 300 at this point. No, he's like 385. No, he's not because Big Show is like 385. Yeah. And like the same he's size not, now. But he's not bigger than Big Show. It's all kayfabe, dude. It's all fake. He's Right, so if he's billed at 385, then he's probably me. like. And shoot, Adam so Sharon's probably about shoot like pounds. 320. Yeah, I was about to sound like But he's shoot, booked he's like, like 385. Right. Just like 
I love how right before, sorry to go on a tangent, but right before Ricochet was booked to fight Brock Lesnar, yeah. they were always announcing him at 206 pounds. Yeah. He was 206, 206, 206. And then if you watch Super Showdown, they're like, here comes Ricochet weighing 168 pounds. It's like, how did he lose 40 pounds? How is he only days? eight, like, Ooh. like eight pounds heavier than I am? Actually, he's probably more like 10 pounds. Speaking of weights, this week's episode 205 Live. Definitely worth worth watching the first like thirty minutes of the tag match. Yeah, it was a fun time. I kind of fell asleep between like Isaiah after Scott did, after I think Tyler Breeze got eliminated. Isaiah Scott did a really cool arm breaker on a uh, Jack Gallagher. I liked it a lot. He like did a like he had him in the arm bar and he's like stretched out and he took his other arm and just like stomped on it. But Zach Gallagher like sold it really well and then he did this like pop up arm bar to Kushida like he threw Zach Gallagher up. And then Kushida like locked in the armbar. It was really cool. hoverboard lock. Yeah, that's yeah. sick. It was sick. Um, I still don't know how I feel about Jack Gallagher and his tattoos. It's weird because they're now saying that like he's like a heel almost because yeah. like during that match like he was having issues with Tony Nice and Mike Bennett because they weren't tagging him in, and then he got in there and was like more aggressive. He wasn't doing holds. Like he's the reverse Cassius Ono, which like if they actually add that to the storyline, I'd be stoked about it. But like. He wasn't doing his, like, holds. He wasn't doing the st- stomp on the hands, really. Anything like that, like he used to do. He was mostly doing strikes. So, in other words, he wasn't ripping off Mar- Marty Skrull and Pete Dunne's gimmick alternatively yeah. at the same time. And Zack Sabre Jr.'s. <laughs> well, if anything, Shayna Baszler, too, because she was the one that was doing the arm breaker, the stomp arm breaker yeah. in NXT. Yeah, but, like, Zach, Jack Gallagher was doing that, like, British-style wrestling that... All like the Norman Smiley stuff, yeah, yeah. But now he's Catch like being, now he's doing like more like striking. So yeah. like, but Norman Smiley used to do that. If you watch old WCW stuff, he used to do like, um, if anything, he was the one that taught Enzo how to do that like ringing, like basically that move that he did to concuss himself. Yeah, but Norman Smiley would do it like, at, like well. All I you want... mean the move that Enzo Morris said he could do but had never done before. All I want to see... No, he had done it before. I remember seeing him on Raw doing it. Oh, yeah, that's right. He did it a couple times on NXT, but when he did it against Simon Gotch, he died. All yeah. I want to do is I want to see 205 Live go away, 305 Live. Give me Keith Lee with the North American Championship calling out big boys from all promotions. Dude, imagine Keith Lee him and, like, Ab- Andrew Everett. Keith Lee, Andrew Everett. Even though he's not 300 pounds. The two biggest. He's seven I, before, though, so... I want it to be, guy. like... I want it to be, like, Haas... <laughs> He's Hoss a skyscraper. 05. He's not tall. He's a skyscraper. Call it like Hoss 05 Live or something dumb. <laughs> and just give me like three months of just Keith Lee with the North American title, making the North American title a 250 pound and up title. He's, it's a thick boy. Just a big boy title. And dude. I want him to be like, I want him to challenge like Drew McIntyre. I want him to challenge Walter. I want him to challenge, I don't care, Braun Strowman. Jonah Rock or whatever his name is. Jonah Rock. I just want to see big boys. What's his WWE name? Right? Bronson, Bronson Reed. Bronson Reed. Bronson Reed, that's right. I just want to see big boys having big matches. In the words of Biggie, big man meat. Big man slapping meat. Big yeah. man slapping I mean, you can even add guys like Biggie to that. Biggie's 300 pounds. Joe Coffee, Mark Coffee. I want to see Keith Wolf Lee. Wolfgang, dude. I want to see Keith Lee call out Goldberg. I want Keith Lee to fight anyone. I want him to call out. I'm trying to think. Any, any big... Big boy from any promotion in the Baron, entire world. Well, I, I was going to say Baron Corbin, Braun but nobody Strowman. wants to see Baron Corbin. No, I don't right? want to see Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin anymore. has go away heat. He, he has, I hope you get coronavirus and die heat. Real quick, Jeff Hardy beat Baron Corbin on this week's episode of SmackDown. Oh, yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> What's going on with him? Where is he in the roster? I don't get it. Is Jeff Hardy like. I don't... That's his first feud back, though. Is Jeff Hardy going to take the title off Goldberg? <laughs> 
No, if Roman's taking the title off Goldberg, then he might no, take dude. it off of Roman. Goldberg retains. <laughs> Jeff Hardy. Dude, you know Goldberg. what's going to be fucking crazy? Watching WrestleMania and, like, zero pop. I mean, at least Roman Reigns won't get booed out of the building. Right? That's that's honestly, like... <laughs> Is that the whole reason? Did, yeah. Did, did, did Vince oh McMahon invent... He cultivated the coronavirus just to get Roman over. <laughs> All right. Real quick, since we're talking about it. WrestleMania, this year. Are we just completely skipping a chamber at this point? We're going to... We'll circle back. It was a bad, bad pay per view. Sami Zayn won the title. Shayna Baszler the, the, the won. Tag, yeah, the tag match was cool. The tag match was okay. It kind of bums me out that Lindsay Dorado had the huge spot of the night and yeah. got eliminated because of that. Yeah, that was. Dumb. I was like, that was stupid. That was the Daniel Bryan Drew Gulak match. That's sick because they're turning Drew he, uh, face. Yeah, and they're becoming a tag team. Because Drew dope. Drew was a tag team with Brian um, this week on SmackDown. Yeah, yeah, against Cesaro and uh, Shinsuke. Which yeah. I like when, as a tag team. Were they a tag? Yeah, yeah, they were. A tag, they were a tag. Yeah. Um, but Wait, no. I thought one of them was, uh, it was a singles match with the manager. What? Did they just both come to the ring with him? Yeah. It was weird that Drew Gulak's like now Daniel Bryan's friend out of nowhere, but it's cool. You well, know what I just noticed is Drew Gulak is filling in his bald spots. I yeah. like that Drew Gulak actually is like, he is one of the few people that have come from 205 Live and is actually being utilized. Well, Buddy Murphy. Mm, Buddy, Buddy Murphy, Murphy. too. Ollie, like, but he keeps getting injured. Cedric Buddy Alexander, Murphy. but then they never pulled they the trigger him. all the yeah. way. Buddy Murphy was called up to the main roster and spent like a good five months not doing anything. Which is okay, though, because yeah. creative ended up having good yeah. stuff for him. Yeah, that's okay, but what I'm saying is like with Drew Gulak, though, like he is a pretty recent call-up yeah. from SmackDown. And he started off like, yeah, sure. He started off with that bullshit feud with a uh, Braun Strowman where he showed him that uh, PowerPoint, which was weird. Well, he, now, that was his gimmick during 205 Live is like, hey, yeah. I'm a boring teacher well, who loves old, PowerPoint presentations. His old gimmick, and then he became champion, and he had a cool ring. He had the no-fly zone gimmick, which I love. I am a huge Drew Gulak fan. He's great. If you, love, if you love his stuff, go back watch his stuff in PWG. He's hard And Dragon Gate. And yeah. Dragon Gate. And CZ Dub. But yeah, no, he's, he's very good. He's, My only issue with this whole team up is the fact that they're like saying that Drew Gulak's gonna be Daniel Bryan's teacher because Drew Gulak is apparently the best technical wrestler in the world. It's no, like he's that's good, Timothy but Thatcher. But it's, hey, it's, it's ZSJ, dude. That, I mean, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. But Timothy Thatcher in the aspect of like now that he's just signed to NXT, dude. Imagine him, him getting called up immediately to SmackDown, having a three-man stable, and it's if, nothing but fucking technicians in the ring. Dude, you guys. Oh my god! If I'm any of our listeners come. have not. Watch any Tim Thatcher videos. Please do. Watch interviews with Tim Thatcher. Watch anything with Timothy Thatcher because, like, the way he sees the business is really cool. And he is very cool. He's I like him a lot. I've been watching his interviews and lately. And he's not, like, jaded by IWC. No. He's no. cool, though, because I've been listening to, like, his interviews and, like, the way he talks about wrestling. He's like, I want... He's like, I'm not supposed to be, like, a... I'm not a pretty wrestler. He's like, I'm, I'm a real wrestler. Like, he's... The way he views wrestling is really cool. And, like, the way he views wrestlers and, like, where he comes from is, like, it's cool. It's, like, a similar thing to, like, Eddie Kingston kind of. Like, yeah. some of his old TNA promos where he's, like, I'm not supposed to be here. I'm not a pretty boy. I'm not this. He's, like, I'm a brawler. Yeah. And, like, that's cool. I like it. He's Him, like, Timothy Thatcher, well, not so much anymore now that he signed a WWE. But Timothy Thatcher and David Starr were the two, like, mm-hmm. big flag bearers for the independent scene, keeping yeah. it that way. Yeah. And David Starr, I mean, he's a... Beast. He's quite literally a star, and I'm Speak. surprised that he's not signed to NXT UK at this point. If you no, dude, they refused to sign him. He blackballed himself from WWE. What? From what? From tr- talking about wrestlers unionizing, dude. Oh, was he? And all he that stuff. On his oh, trunks. Yeah. He wears like unionized on his trunks. But speaking of David Star, and because today is Monday, March 16th, 
there was a match. Uh, Wrestle Talk posted a free stream of a no person show. David Starr wrestled. David Starr was awesome. David Starr had a match against Walter a couple years back. A lot of matches. Last he year. lost to Walter like Super 25 good. times. That's what he said in his promo. But very cool stuff. Walter and Jordan Devlin. Very, very, very cool. And I want to see it again. In the see, movie. honestly, I would put Jordan and or Devlin and Walter at number two, and I'd put David Starr and Devlin at number one, dude. Yeah, that, de- that, that wa- match that, is incredible. Have you, seen, Berto, Have you seen of that Jordan Devlin and David Starr match from OTT? Yeah, twenty nineteen. So good. It's like an so hour good. long, almost. Yeah, dude. It is. It's, it's a so dude. good. There are so many false counts. It's so good. I love that. Man. David Starr. He's just yeah, like. He got pulled from WSW shows because of what he said about WWE. He got pulled from uh, um, Progress shows because of what he said. I'm interested to see how his match with John Moxley will be. Yeah, me too. I know they're supposed to have a match here soon. I just can't wait for just for like an indie show for uh, OTT. John Moxley still doing indies? Yeah, that's one of the. Well, like also like David Starr was saying, he's like OTT is like we sell out like ten thousand seats. It's like we're not like necessarily like a small promotion by any means. Which is crazy because they just kind of came out of nowhere. They weren't the progress. They weren't the yeah. The... Yeah, they built. They came from literally nothing in like 2016 yeah. or like 2015, I think. Sweet. And then just like out it's of nowhere, fun. we're like selling out like the O2 and stuff. dude. It's Ireland's PWG, bro. But yeah. what I'm saying is like they had uh, ICW and ICW is not nearly as big as that. Yeah. But go on, dude. David Star sick. Support David Star. David Tucker, he's also a socialist. That's good. Cara Noir. Very cool. Cara Noir is a lot of British wrestling. He's a champion for progress. He has this weird bird gimmick that I It's like a black swan gimmick. Yeah. But he's sick. Support him. Watch his stuff. Support indie wrestling, period. Support indie wrestling. Now we're going to get back on track. Is there any other news? Did we mention that WrestleMania is going to be taped in front of people, like no one? Oh, yeah, we can cover that right now. Okay. WrestleMania this year, like we said before, because Vince McMahon does not want Roman Reigns to be booed, because <laughs> Vince McMahon hates us as fans, um, it's going to be in front of a, no one. It's going to be live streamed from the Performance Center. Um, and I, A WrestleMania. It's eight hours of no reaction. It's going to take... It's, it's going gonna, to be rough. It's going to be really hard to get through. The way, the way to make it a little bit better... Is have the wrestlers themselves in the crowd and like I was saying, fucking five WWE has oh yeah like, six feet apart of course WWE has a ton of like a ton of um, employees mm. like why not make it required to take if you want to go to WrestleMania you because can. then that's like essentially what they're doing but, is is creating a crowd of over 50 yeah people but if like, you if you can verify that that crowd of fifty people has tested negative for coronavirus. Then they're going to have to do like a whole... They're not going to get all the workers to do that fast. Yeah, they're not... They can get the wrestlers to get the test quicker because... Well, I'm talking about like... Okay, yeah, you're right. Our country hates the workers and loves celebrities, and so the wrestlers could get tested quick. In all honesty, also, the WWE is a multi-billion dollar company. It's not going to be... You're not going to go bankrupt if you don't have a WrestleMania. Like, if you change WrestleMania to... I mean, they have their schedule so fucking dumb. Well, that's but that's what, the thing the though. Monday, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. No, I mean like the Sunday. amount of pay per views they stuff. In. Oh yeah, every month. Every and they're month. so committed to it. It's so dumb because like realistically, if you push WrestleMania back to near SummerSlam and just make it like It'll be the biggest party of the summer, like RJ City says. Yeah. See, but that's the problem though. Is with WrestleMania, it's always been uh, for the last literally probably since WrestleMania twenty thirty yeah. years. It's been oh, no. never mind. 
it's been basically used as a giant cash grab for the WWE. Yeah. Ever since is. they stopped holding it in places like Madison Square Garden, started doing it in actual arenas and stuff, uh, and actual like football stadiums and stuff, it's become a huge cash grab. But they still have been doing that. I know. Prior to WrestleMania 20. Right. WrestleMania right. 20 was the last WrestleMania that they had in like inside right. of a venue. But what I'm saying is this is something that's it's always on the exact same week. It's not just WrestleMania anymore. It's WrestleMania Access Week. And so you have all that, you have all the independent stuff. This is stuff that people save all year for. Yeah. This is what people plan for all year for. And so the WWE, I understand it because they couldn't just be like, oh, we're going to do this in June now because June coincides with like money in the bank. Yeah. They have their own schedule. So if they were to just cancel WrestleMania, that would make a lot more sense. Yeah. Because, well, I mean, I'd much rather just see like, no WrestleMania. Maybe, yeah, do like, if they're going to do something in an MT arena, do a takeover where... Takeover would be sick with the no no people in the arena or a venue because these guys are all incredible workers. Yeah. Whereas WrestleMania, do you know how miserable an AJ Styles and Undertaker is going to match? Is going to be oh, with zero crowd. I think. Right. I think if the WWE like literally starts figuring out like starts rehearsing matches now. Well, yeah, in the empty arena match, if they if they made it so every but everything was perfect and everything is no missteps and all the booking was right, it could work. But it's gonna be really hard the, to get through. With the with the no crowd reaction is really gonna They either And you can't trust really the WWE to fucking put It's not gonna be done in post. It's not gonna they're they they yeah. can not do it live because it's just gonna be disingenuous because obviously people are gonna watch the show and there's no way they can cut to a not an empty seat. They yeah. either need to make sure that every match is so solid. Or they need to stop a matching announcing matches now. They need to have Five well, matches for WrestleMania. My only problem too all. is that the Undertaker entrance is gonna take twenty fucking minutes of silence. You can't, you can't make that. That entrance can't work. There has to be. They're gonna have to deal the with the PC that Center is not big enough for that entrance door. And I also like. I'm wondering if they're gonna do something like. I don't even know if this would be. Would you be more interested in WrestleMania if, if it was an empty crowd, but it was like actually like, would decorations in WrestleMania really matter that much? No, well, they're still like, gonna if they push it up. that. If they push that pirate gimmick to the limit. And they have Jack Sparrow come out and fight Goldberg for the Universal title. Jack Sparrow, by Jack Sparrow, I mean Roman Reigns. Um, <laughs> we already had, they already had a pirate in WWE and it didn't work out for them. Call back Kizarni. to that. What? Kazarni? No, dude, Paul Virtual. Call back to that gift. fuck is that? Google pirate Paul Virtual. It'll pop up. Was it from like the 80s? And no, that? dude, he was from like 2005. Call he was a British wrestler. When, call back to when Roman Reigns <laughs> had the cart dropped on him by Eric back when, back, oh god, that was a weird storyline but like back like what five months ago who when? oh the Roman Reigns Braun Strowman thing no the Roman Reigns and Eric or and, Eric and Rowan Roman. thing yeah, oh Roman. the the, the Roman? assault oh yeah. yeah when he dropped the fucking when stadium Dad, and stuff. Well, the, back to that and say like Roman Reigns actually got a concussion it's just now showing the symptoms he becomes Jack, Jack Sparrow so in other words you want them to rip off what they were doing with uh I don't Jay want, Lethal and Black Machismo I don't want to see a universal title match I want to see a universal sword fight that's what I'm asking for. I want to see Roman Reigns in a pirate gimmick come out with a sword, toss one sword to Goldberg, and I want them both to fight all around the PC using swords. You're literally just describing par- b- fucking uh, pirate Paul Virtual. Dude, I want... I just want a sword fight to the death. Roman Reigns versus... I am interested... Anyway, Okay. WrestleMania this year, though. WrestleMania, it's just going to be insane. It's Having a WrestleMania at the Performance Center. For eight hours. For eight hours. Unless, like I said, if you cut, you stop announcing matches and you have 
Five good. Okay, wait. You have a Goldberg and Roman Reigns match, so that'll be ten minutes. Dude, this is this going to straight like, feel like a telethon. Give, if you can give people like five or six really good 20-minute matches, you make sure that they're rehearsed, you make sure that The Undertaker doesn't try to lift AJ Styles up off the ground at all. I don't want to see a choke slam. If Undertaker has to win, he needs to use a knockout punch. That's all. <laughs> see, he has a big boot. You guys are putting way too much effort thinking about this because it's the WWE, dude. It's going to be 16 overly shitty book matches, 15 20-minute long promos. And the thing is, too, and is... a stupid ending. They're Because they're, you know they're going to put Roman Reigns up against Bra- or Goldberg. Do you think they're going to put fireworks above the Performance Center oh roof? And then they're going to just, like, shoot fireworks? The like, thing is, is... Like, they went to Idaho or Wyoming and they bought fireworks. They put them as, on top of the Performance Center. <laughs> as a city, Tampa Bay could have saved us from this issue. Tampa Bay, the city, is the reason why we're getting this in the Performance Center. Because they would just cancel the event instead of saying the bullshit like, well, it's up to the WWE. They need to publicly announce they're cancel- that they are canceling the event so then the WWE can get their insurance money. So that way, if they have to stop, if they don't do WrestleMania this year, it's not the end of the world. Their thing is, is they've already have advertisers, I'm assuming. Oh, yeah. And it's like, I don't know. Maybe they should well, the thing is that the city Fox will lose Sports. too much money anyways because then they'll cash in on their insurance. Well, no one's going to... like. No one's going to fly there. I don't think people are still going to fly to Tampa Bay if you're going to still, like... Like, I wouldn't... You would be surprised. Well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't fly to Tampa if anybody I, that I was even thinking, thinking for WrestleMania. If anybody that was thinking about going to Tampa for WrestleMania weekend will be severely bummed out because literally Pancakes and Pile Drivers canceled, yeah. WrestleCon canceled, Prestige wrestled, Wrestling canceled. Yeah. Every show there has been canceled. The I mean, spring Break. Yeah, yeah Joe Janelle's Spring Break. break. Uh, Ring of Honor canceled their past and present shows. Yeah. Uh, Impact just canceled their TNA uh, oh, One Night Only show. That's crazy. Yeah. So, Even though, I mean, it doesn't make sense because TNA fucking, or Impact wrestles in front of no crowds anyways, so. They you know what like I Sam's want? Town. As far as, as far hey, that's as that's what me and Berto saw the Ring of Honor 14. That's what Ring of Honor is still doing stuff. That sounds not bad, dude. I actually like that venue. Yeah, but it's interesting because all the seating is like bleacher seating. Yeah. yeah. It's like bleacher seating and then just normal chairs. The chairs, yeah. Yeah, it's funny. Speaking but, of that, let's go back to giving Tessa Blanchard heat because of Impact. But before we get to that, before before we get to that, what I want for WrestleMania, what I want for the final pyro of the main event of WrestleMania, whoever wins, I want Kodo Bushi lighting Roman candles on himself and on on people on top of the performance center and shooting it directly at people and like purposely aiming at people so they also get burned. I want Kodo Bushi to jump Jordan Devlin in his next match. (laughs) That's what I'm looking for. I want Jordan. I want Kodo Bushi to become the. Cruiserweight champion. <laughs> I wanted to beat up Jordan Devlin. He truly almost could have been if he uh, if he decided he to sign. Uh, I think he would have been buried. I hundred percent agree. I think Kota Ibushi's got enough charisma that I think he would have been fine. Really? But he doesn't speak very good English. I think his he, is, neither does Shinsuke. Yeah, but let's be honest, Shinsuke's promos are very. Yeah, but shady. I mean, still Shinsuke. I mean, granted, Shinsuke's old and he's living out the way life he wants to now. He gets to, he lives in Florida and he gets to surf every day. That's all he wants. No, he definitely already did his artwork as far as uh, working in Japan. And when he signed to the WWE, at this point, oh. we, everybody kind of realized like he's just getting his payday now. See, that's the same right. with him and like Finn Balor. That, that's what Kota Ibushi should be doing too, and that's what Kushida's doing, dude. They're yeah. all just cashing in on fucking being bigger names and just raking in money. Because it's crazy how Kota Ibushi looks like twenty three, yet he's like thirty six. Yeah. Like, he's like thirty seven. Speaking of Japanese wrestlers. Jushin Thunder Liger is going in the Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame this year. 
Very cool. If you're one of those dorks on Twitter who has said that he wrestled one match in NXT, he's already going in, shut the fuck up. Read a book. See, but the thing is, the WWE Hall of Fame is not ever... It's never been just about the WWE. No. You got guys like... Anoki. Uh, Anoki going in. Cologne. Yeah. Well, and then like you've got people like Bruiser Brody, who we've talked about, who yeah. was in the Hall of Fame. He never wrestled for WWE. Yeah. And it's, so it's not just a WWE thing. It's a wrestling thing. Yeah. And it's a, basically a pop culture thing. Yeah. And I mean, Jushin Thunder Liger is like... He's the biggest name in junior wrestling, he's junior heavyweight wrestling ever. Yeah, he's huge. He's I'd probably say the two this... biggest, the two biggest names ever to come out of Japan, honestly, are probably the Great Muda and Jushin Thunder Liger. Yeah, and I'm waiting for Great Muda to be inducted in the Hall of Fame yeah. sometime. Yeah, he probably will. I think it's. I think the issue too is um, I can't remember. I think Prestige might have retweeted it, but like apparently the Great Muda and like some of those older guys from Japan, there's some guy who claims to be their manager, yeah. and, and he's he, screwing like, people. He fucks people over. Yeah, like huge. Like, Great Mood has been booked for, like, I think GCW events or something. Yeah, it was GCW and WrestleCon. Yeah, so, like, he's been booked for different events, and then this, like, people, promoters will communicate with the Great Great Muda, like, either through his wife or, like, directly to him. But then there's this other Japanese, like, this other guy who's, like, just saying, Claiming to be. Yeah, he's claiming to be these people's managers, like, these old people. Like, same thing happens with, like, the Great Sasuke and stuff, too. And, um... And he'll, he'll expect, like, a bunch of free tickets to the show. Yeah, he'll say, like, he needs to be front. fully covered. He needs to be included in everything. So he basically, like, adds on an additional cost to these people, like, to these people coming. And, like, they're just like, no, no. like, we can't afford it. It's not worth it. And, like, that's why. And then they cancel the booking. And then KG Moto's like, uh. Yeah. Great Moto's like, uh, why, why aren't I booked anymore? Yeah. And it's, like, literally this guy just, like, <laughs> fucking people over. And, like, these wrestlers, like, clearly, like, still, like, it seems like, at least with, like, the Great Moto stories and, like, stuff like that, like. They seem to still want to be involved with the business, at least somewhat, and, like, because of this guy, I can't remember his name, but because of this guy, like, it's fucking people over, like, majorly, and I think until, like, people like that can be, like, like weeded off, like, weeded off, and, like, they can be spoken to directly without getting some random third party jumping in, like... Or if they do have, like, an agent or a manager, actually yeah. have somebody trustworthy well, it's or like, professional. Jushin Liger is probably very easy to work with because he's such a big deal. And he probably just does everything himself. He doesn't have an agent or a manager. Yeah. Or, and if he does, it's like, yeah. And if he does, it's probably really slippery. Yeah. So, like, I think working with him being like, we want to induct you to the Hall of Fame now. Like, especially, like, after you just left and had, like, super cool matches. Mm -hmm. His last match were pretty cool. I liked him. They were fun. I mean, they were, like, like the the tag matches and stuff. Yeah, those were tag matches. They were fun. I thought they were fun. They were a good time. The one with uh, Dragon Lee and Like, Hiromu and and, stuff. uh, Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. Shout out to Hiromu for taking the pin. Or, like, for... Giving the, giving the pin to Jushin and yeah. Jushin willing to like pass the torch on to him. Yeah, that's smart. That's how Japanese wrestlers are. Dude. They're not like the WWE where yeah. if you're old, they think you need to win the universal title. Fuck that. No, they think Goldberg and Bork and Goldberg yeah, they say when you're old, it's time for you to pass the fucking baton down to the next crop of stars. Unless you're the Undertaker and it's like, yeah, we're just gonna. You think? Squeeze every fucking bit of you before you're. Uh, Man. Yeah, the older I get, the more, the more respect I lose for The Undertaker. Do you think He used that... to be my favorite wrestler, and now he's just a bootlicking dork who just... Do, do you think that Wardlow could ever be booked similar to, like, a Goldberg run? No! Oh, why, do, why, do why does everybody talk about Wardlow? He sucks. I just want to bring it up. <laughs> Did I you not like him. the match with No, dude, it wasn't that great. He got beat by Cody, that's fine. But <laughs> I honestly think, like, if you give him time to develop, because he's so big and he's like... I mean... 
He kind of reminds the thing, me of Jeff Cobb, but without the athleticism. Like he's early in his career signed to a pretty major Well, that's the thing, so though. Like, they should keep him in developmental. I don't think yeah. he was ready to come out yet. They could have given his spot to so many other people. Who, like, where is he from? Like, does anybody he's, even know no, anything he's like about a, him? He, has a, he held a belt for some other promotion. I can't remember what it was, but if you go to his Twitter, if you actually, like, find the real world. Yeah, Twitter, but... It's on there. Um, it's just yeah, he's he's held a belt and he's had some indie stuff before. Well, like, the genuine wrestle boy is basically suck his dick and it makes me mad. He was fine. That's like his first nationally televised match. That was. A, I mean, it was fine, but it was just and nothing special. Wardlow, he's gonna be he's gonna be one of those guys from the WWE in the early two thousands attitude or uh, ruthless aggression era that you don't fucking remember a thing about. Wardlow's not even gonna be in the conversation in six months from now. He could be if they keep him. He's, he he's, could be, but they're not. He's doing AEW's it. Matt Morgan. Yeah, true. But he, he could be, but they're, he's, they're not. He, they're not doing it. Well, they, what needs to happen is Cody should shoot him in the face. God, kayfabe. Kayfabe. Send him down to their developmental. Dude, they could buy OVW that's more, for that's like more, ten bucks. That's more Hangman's uh, gimmick, but go on. Well, then whatever. Have Hangman shoot him. Have Hangman lynch him. Hangman. It's why I'm speaking of that. Yeah. Do you think AEW this week will do any of these? Because okay, so. Real quick, Raw and SmackDown both have played. Right now, Raw's going on. They're playing. They're replaying the Royal Rumble. AEW can play something, maybe from. I think AEW is going to fuck up if they do that. I think that's I the think absolute worst thing they could do. Yeah, unless they play. No, the Omega and the Bucks. No, that there's that's that's still literally the worst thing they could do. Yeah. It's nothing drives away ratings like showing shit they've already shown. Yeah, that's that's harmful. That's stupid. I'd much rather have them cancel it. And come back next week with a stronger episode than watching some C minus crap. Yeah, but I think the contracts, like they have contracts with the networks and stuff, and I don't think that yeah. that that'll Dude, be a thing. Will war? Will will they do war games at Daily's place in two weeks? I highly doubt it. No, they're no, they're instead they're gonna just reschedule the blood and guts match. Yeah, but they can do blood and guts too. It won't have the same effect Speaking if it's in a fucking empty arena. Yeah, imagine doing like all these crazy high spots. That's like, that's like having a Royal Rumble in front of nobody. Dude. It'd be sick. No, it wouldn't. Dude, if the Rona had sick. hit earlier, that very well could have been a thing. Like having the Royal Rumble come from the Performance Center. Dude, yeah. Had the Rona started having like more manifestation like earlier on in the winter last year and then carried on until like the beginning of the year, we very well could have almost seen a Royal Rumble not happen at the uh, baseball stadium. I think WWE would have been smart enough to cancel that though. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I hope so. dude, they need they need all the fucking subscribers then, what, that they can get for the that, network, like, dude. You have Drew McIntyre come out the next week and say like like or oh Drew McIntyre Claymore kicks Paul Heyman to set up the feud. Or they they can have Brock Lesnar start the feud, dude. They don't I, they don't need dude, it's wrestling. They can start a storyline feud out of nothing. I know. Chris Jericho and Kane started a fucking feud over a cup of coffee. My thing is is I wanna see Paul Heyman sell Claymore. Paul Heyman can't sell anything. I want to see Paul Heyman get kicked. Why do they have Becky Lynch's face on top of a you uh, uh like a big rig? Because Who they're knows? trying to overmarket Becky Lynch by shoving her down our throats. And she Becky Lynch is going to be the next Roman Reigns as soon as she drops the Raw title. Maybe not that bad, but I honestly think that she. They really did go too far. Like she's I understand. Real corny. No, the thing is, like when she won the title, right? Like, even though the match wasn't necessarily all that great and the finish was really fucking rough. Yeah. Um, 
It was a big that deal, was her, though. Yeah, it was a very big deal because it was a culmination of her entire, like, year prior. Like, yeah. her trying to help hype herself up and being, like, the bitch, like, the bad bitch, you know, whatever. Yeah, like, because I am the man, like, I'm the baddest bitch and, like, this and this. Because that storyline was cool. Yeah. Because, like, there was a whole thing with, like, Asuka being involved and saying, like, I deserve a championship. And there's, like, a lot of juggling around championships. But now, Becky Lynch has held the title for a year. And if she dropped it tomorrow, it'd be cool. Yeah, but now, like, now the thing is, it's, like... Because they spent too much time with her, like, pretty much making her, like, the face of the company. Yeah. Because, let's be honest, we were a lot of times more invested in Becky Lynch than we were in Roman Reigns. Oh, yeah. And I believe that, to this day, a lot of people still are. Yeah. They kind of dug themselves too too far deep to the point where they kind of fucked themselves with this situation of pushing her too far. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Now. Raw. I don't even remember anything from Raw, honestly. I can pull it back um, up. Are we going to go back to Chamber, though, or no? Uh, we t- we kind of covered The Chamber was not... It was. I'll, I'll just, like, I'll just like speed rush this. It's yeah. a WWE Viking Raiders versus there. Kurt Hawkins, Zack Ryder kickoff show. Uh, Viking also, Raiders, of course, won. Real quick. Congratulations to Zack Ryder for being on Yahoo Finance or something? Yahoo News? Yahoo something? Did a video. For his figures or what? Yeah, for his wrestling collection. Like, he went through and, like, walked him through everything that he owned. Yeah, Yahoo News. The, like, Z-rated news source. I just thought it was cool. It's a wrestler getting more time. Zack Ryder's never going to have a ma- real good match. He's never going to have a... He's never going to be I think... Didn't champion. he have a match on Raw, actually, speaking of which? Him and... Yeah, he got beat up by... Drew McIntyre recently. Yeah. Yeah. He he's gonna be a jobber forever. He has a secure job. Um and and Kurt Hawkins has his wrestling school to fall back on at yeah. in New Jersey. And I mean, so he's look fine. at like look at who came out of that. You have MJF. Chris Statlander, MJF. That's pretty much it as far as like the two I think big there's one more maybe. I think there is one more but Jake I, Atlas? No, no, Jake Atlas is California. Yeah, Jake, a, yeah, Jake Atlas from Santino Bros. You there's should know that better than I know, anybody. I know. There's someone else, though. I'm pretty sure it was... Uh, didn't Chelsea... No, it wasn't Chelsea Green. No, no Chelsea someone, Green's ca- I uh, it's Canadian. From, um, I feel like there's someone from either Ring of Honor or... I think it might be Ring of Honor or Impact. Grisham? No. No. No, no he's from the South. Never mind. Because anyway, Kurt Hawkins, he has a career to pro, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah he owns That's what I thought. Pro. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, both their YouTube channels fun. Go check it out. I support them. Yeah. Anyways, uh, Dan O'Brien versus Gurdjieff Gulak. Of course, Dan O'Brien won. Solid match for me. Very cool. Uh, CBS Sports gave him an A rating, which is kind of weird, but okay. Weird. Oh, speaking of that, that Bucks and Hangman match got a six-star six star rating. rating. Yep. It's the Bucks' first ever six-star. They talk about him being the elite this week. Kind of fun. Really? Speaking of that, I enjoy what being the elite is doing with Cole Cabana and... Kenny Omega chasing him down because Colt Cabana said he's going to be in every single spot. <laughs> yeah. And in this week's episode, at the very beginning, Colt Cabana is sneaking behind and sneaking into frame, and Kenny Omega chases him. <laughs> it's the funniest thing. I don't know why. I dislike it. It's funny. It was funny. I watched the, the video from what is, whatever was it last week or something yeah. when he was like, he gave him the cup of coffee, and he's yeah. like, he's like in the locker room. Yeah. And I remember him cutting got, that like, promo Kenny on. Omega just got all mad, and now he's chasing. He's chasing uh, Colt Cabana out of the out of arenas. Yeah, because he cut that promo on Kenny, right? Yeah, it's super cool. Yeah, because he was like, yeah, what the fuck are you doing? Dude, I hope Kenny Omega and Cole Cabana put on a seven-star match at the next AW. Which is, you know what's funny, too? Like I mentioned in the group chat prior, um, he actually got like a decent pop. Who? Cole Cabana. Oh, yeah. He always gets big pops, dude. But yeah. like it, and it's funny too, because like it was a dark, it was a dark match, and it was like at the end of the night when people were kind of like whatever. But also, like I feel like to an AEW fan, 
finding the Art of Wrestling podcast isn't that far away from being an AW fan. Like, being an independent fan and, like, liking and knowing who Cole Cabana is is, like... It kind of goes hand in hand. It go, yeah, so, like... But, like, like, unless you're a newer fan within the last couple of years. Well, even then, like, even if you... Well, no, because the Art of Wrestling started in, like, what, 2014? 2015? Mm, no, the Art of Wrestling's been around since, like, 08, like, dude. Yeah. It was one of the first podcasts. It's been around forever, so it's like, that's why, like... It gained population when Punk left. Yeah. But he had already been doing interviews with WWE guys. Yeah. Like, since, like, 2011, 2010. Yeah, so, like, I feel like he's a bigger star than, like, you think. And especially, like, once now that he has, like, an actual, like, platform in AEW to be, like, on a major promotion and, like, be seen by a lot of people. Like, he's he's a pretty big, he's a big deal, kind of. He is, and I don't think that a lot of people really truly got to see him in, like, Ring of Honor, even in New Japan to an I extent. Don't, I don't think most people who cheer for him have seen him wrestle a match. Or if they do, it's probably from, like, YouTube. Yeah, or, like, like, his comedy matches. I think most people just know him for being... A comedy wrestler? For yeah. being a podcaster. And for, like, talking to people and, like... That is true, too. But the thing is, like... And maybe commentary for Ring of Honor and... Uh, yeah. He was on NWA, but I don't think a lot of people watch NWA still. Yeah, he did commentary for Ring of Honor for, like, almost a year, I think. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I think, like, because he's so involved in wrestling that, like... But isn't he, like, 40 now? 40, yeah, he's... He turned 40 on the 6th of May. Well, yeah, and then... So he's definitely in the twilight of his Hell career. Yeah. Shout out to Scotty Goldman. Well, well shout out to him, because he'll just be able to fucking... Raking the bucks from AW, yeah. retire, and then just live. Who's but, another random wrestler's birthday that you know, Bryson? Because I was very surprised that you knew his birthday. I'm actually on He's his, on his Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought no, you knew it off the top but of it's, uh, like, That'd be the most random wrestler to <laughs> yeah, have on you're just like, yeah. You're just like, yeah, Col- Colt is born on this day. Orange Cassidy's birthday is <laughs> March 17th. Boston Trouble was born on. Oh, fun fact <laughs> about Chris Antlander is that she's actually not an alien. What? <laughs> Bro, you're Holy killing shit. the business. No, uh, but no, I think with Cole Cabana, well, the thing is with Cole Cabana's podcast is after the lawsuit, he slowed down with it a lot. He definitely oh, yeah. he, stopped it, he just and recently, if he did, he was like doing he some live shows. He started, but he like announced that he was stopping it. Yeah, he yeah, no, he, from it, like, he said he's doing it only for his Patreon. Yeah, no, he does, he uploads free episodes now because he did an episode with uh, Will Ospreay. Like re- within the past like two months, he did an episode. With Will Osprey did an episode. With Sean Spears. He had like six or so. He said he had like six episodes that he's gonna release slowly. Yeah, and then he did that interview with Chris Van Vliet. Yeah. In like a live setting, like yeah. with people, and it's funny because I watched the interview. He's like eating a burger while he's in. Inter- he's getting interviewed. Oh, speaking of Chris Van Vliet, uh, someone's tweeted Chris Jericho and said they want to see a Vampiro Chris Jericho match and Chris Jericho tweeted the tweet and said that will never happen just so you all know like I'm never going <laughs> to wrestle Vampiro which makes sense because he does have early onset dementia also I think there's real heat between those two who between Jericho and Vampiro but I also think yeah, that unfortunately due to the dementia Vampiro doesn't even know where he stands with Vampiro Chris. should not wrestle yeah no Vampiro I don't think he should have been even doing interviews but he should not be doing interviews because he said some real problematic cringy stuff during that <laughs> especially when it comes with like women and women's yeah. wrestling what he said about women was a real problem and Sasha Banks should give him a bank statement if she ever sees him because he said it directly about Sasha Banks yeah it was, it was it, that part I was like he's Yeesh. problematic he's um, book him for a show he's in a hardcore band he emphasized that a bunch yeah, I don't mm-hmm. think anybody's actually ever heard his band before. I don't even yeah. think they released music. Well, Birdo, SLCHC's representative, get your shit together. Book him. Get I him don't book shows. I go to them. Social club. Tell him you'll feed I'll, him. I'll, 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 I'll tell Conrad and see if they would Dude, book him. Dude, please. 
<laughs> I will come out of hardcore retirement if Vampire. I saw some people from SLCHC at AEW, which was sick. Hell yeah. It sick. was like uh, the main. I don't know his name. SLCHC stands for uh, Salt Lake City Hardcore. Uh, there we he's go. like the main chef at uh, Mark of the Bistro. He was there. Some vegan guy. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> Rich was there. I, I saw Rich. I said hi to Rich. Rich and Kevin Anderson were there. But yeah. Um, All that, a bunch of the wrestle boys were there. Yeah, Isai was there. Isai was there. Jenna was there. Well, she's not a wrestle boy. She was there. Didn't uh, I don't know. Zach I, went. I think I think um, I saw Isai, but I didn't recognize him. I don't know. Well, Shout out Isai. Because I don't know if he. I, I saw him, and I don't think he looks the same as his profile picture. <laughs> anyway. So he may or may not be catfishing. Wrestling, <laughs> wrestling, wrestling. Oh, and so, I saw the homie Juan. Shout out to homie. Elimination Juan. chamber kind of stuff. I'm still bummed because I've lost out my money on AEW because I got the Rona. I got the Rona. Got the Rona. Um, hate to see it. No, yeah, I was trying to hit up so many people and it was kind of like... Did you hit up Olivier? I did and shout out to Olivier. We love you. There we go. That big homie. But uh, he just, he, he just couldn't make it. He was working. Yeah. It was very last minute. He was he was going to come with us originally but nobody invited him. No, I, we invited him because I, like, uh, I got my hair cut the day before Drew did. We both went to him. Oh. And he was talking to me about it. He was like, are we going to go? And I was like, yeah, I just haven't got my tickets or anything yet. But you guys never hit him up that you guys yeah, were like, kind of buy tickets. Bad. So. But yeah. Um, live AW. I don't remember really anything from Raw. I'm sure Shayna Baszler cut a promo. I think... <coughs> do you want me to... Like I, can, like I said, I can pull it up and we can kind of like, just like... Yeah, just like run through quick, it real quick. Yeah. Just or don't do you, go into any detail. Tell, say the matches so you won. Okay, I'll, uh, I'll do it. Uh, I'll finish Elimination Chamber. So, oh, yeah. uh, US Championship, Andrade beats Humberto. Uh, SmackDown Tag Team Championship uh, Chamber Match, uh, Miz and Morrison win versus okay. Usos, New Day, Lucha House Party, Heavy Machinery, Dolph Ziggler, and Robbie Roode. Why were the Miz and Morrison in the Elimination Chamber Match when they're the champions? Because Shouldn't the Elimination you? Chamber Match like set up for a few. No, things? so no, not necessarily because originally the, the, the champion set up for been... championships. Yeah, and then the WWE they have to gimmick everything and make a whole pay per view out of it. And then they ran out of stuff to do. Because the Royal Rumble winner gets one of the guys. And so the way they've set it up now is to set up the World Heavyweight title matches. Well, they have used that, but now they're doing it for the, like, the women's title and stuff. But there's always at least one championship on the line in the chamber. What well, should like, I remember is... it, like, like in, even in the beginning when they had like, Triple H and stuff in it and like mm-hmm. Shawn Michaels... Um, for SummerSlam, I remember like New Year's Revolution or yeah. Evolution. Yeah, New Year's Revolution. Yeah, New Year's Revolution when Cena was in the chamber and then Edge cashed it in. And then it was like Armageddon, and then they stopped doing it, and then it became its own pay per view. In my yeah. opinion, how they should do it is they should have Money in the Bank right before Mania, so that way you have someone who can get the ch- contract and save it until post Mania, and then check. Well, they can hold it post Mania. Yeah, yeah, they can hold it for a whole year, but you have a feud already set up because this year's Money in the Bank. Brock Lesnar won, and I'm still upset about it, because Kofi Kingston, no, not Kofi Kingston, who took the title off Brock Lesnar? Seth. Seth did. That was dumb. That's back when Seth's getting too corny. Now, I'm not as mad. I don't hate him as much. Because he's, he's, he's embracing he's, it now. Yeah. He's just a natural heel. He is getting a little, he is getting a little overwhelming. Even my grandpa pointed that out. My grandpa is also a giant Buddy Murphy fan. I know that's sick. Murphy fan, sorry. Not um. Buddy Murphy. He likes the way that he sells. There's my grandpa's update for But see, but the thing is, <laughs> is with the WWE, when they do this, like, kind of semi-religious angle, Cults. they did it with, like, Sam Punk back in, uh, literally a decade ago. Yeah. They're doing it now. That's They're trying to push borders without actually crossing, what? 
That's what made Birdo claim that. True. The straight edge society. That's what made me sell out. Yeah, they're just trying to push the full leader. They did it with Sam Punk. They did it with Bray Wyatt in 2013. It's their way of, like, booking an evil hill without going to the territory of being obscene about it. And I like Seth Rollins as a heel. And that's also my big thing about Tommaso Ciampa. He's a better fucking heel than he is a face. But you can't just have him forever heel. I mean... Why not? I mean, there's... Dude, the Miz. Yeah, the Miz is... Yeah, every time the Miz is run as a face, he's failed. Right? Like even and, now, even now, him and Morrison are not very good right now. Well, they're also 40. Yeah, but... If, this is probably both of their last runs. Oh, no, 100%. <laughs> like, I don't expect them to see championship gold after this run. But the problem is now that, like, I don't, I truly don't believe that The Miz could be a heel now. He's a father of two. And he's, like, a really nice guy. And now that he has a TV show and everything like that, like, he's, like, this, like, happy-go-lucky, like, wholesome dad now. And it's, like, this weird thing to try to see him go, like, full, like, Miz 2014 heel. Which True. was, like, prime Miz. Well, it was, like, 2014 to, like, 2016. Yeah. Like, prime heel Miz. And people might say that, like, the, his best run was obviously when he won the WWE Championship. I don't even think that was his best run. I think I 2014 No, that was very... That was, like, to say that the Miz was WWE Championship, or a WWE Champion, sure, it's a nice accolade to have, but the, at the end of the day... He, it's I, a prop. It, yeah, it's, it's, say, it's just like padding his stats. To say that Miz was PWI's number one wrestler of the year... But you also have to remember that PWI well. itself is a WWE affiliated, affiliated magazine. Are they? Still? Oh, I didn't know that. Well, I mean, because like, would put Seth guy, Rollins as number There's that one, guy man. who's like, who always talks to them, who always talk, like, who does interviews for him. I can't remember his name. He's like a head writer. He's been on Talk to Jericho a couple times. They try to make it sound like they're unbiased. At all. They're very biased. Okay. That's just like saying but that. But I mean, they put Kenny in. The well, yeah, I mean, there's, I said it's affiliated, not owned. Oh, okay. I was about to say, because, like, dude, like, for them to have not put Kenny, like, at number one, like, that year that they did it, what was it, 2017? yeah. Yeah, it's affiliated but not owned, which is, it's the same thing with, like, Dave Meltzer. Or, like, You Ryan can't Staten. tell me there's no way he's not biased towards New Japan. Yeah. He 100% is. Well, yeah. like, that's why you see him backstage at, like, ROH shows. Exactly. And shows. And it's so, just, like, like they, they give him the red carpet treatment, so yeah, but, it's not, like... Yeah, but with Meltzer, it's... Okay, so, like... I know these bias towards New Japan. That being said, New Japan's product, as far as wrestling quality, it's immensely goes, better, of course. Is but the thing better. is, with wrestling being a subjective, predetermined sport, yeah. you can't. Excuse me, you can't get scientifically into it because it's fake. Yeah, you can't. It's every every rating on any wrestling match ever is going to be about about personal bias and about personal feelings. You can't. Break down somebody's career in stats and everything else, just yeah. like you can with the NFL or MLB, yeah. because it's predetermined. Because yeah. when well, they the as much of, as they want them to make to the matter, the quality of the match, in spite of it being predetermined, allows for like. Well, oh no, of course, but that's why I'm saying that's why the bias from like PWI comes okay. in, yeah. and Uncle Mel- Dave Meltzer and stuff. It's because there's no way of not being biased in pro wrestling. Yeah. You can't just break it down and be like, oh, this is why Daniel Bryan's a technical wrestler, blah blah blah. This is why he's so much better. You could literally put Brian up against a fucking tree trunk, and if the tree trunk's booked to win, the tree trunk's gonna go over. Yeah. And so it's. But it's up to Daniel Bryan to make that match great. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, it's like the fact that DDP Pro had a blow up dollars for champion. Yeah. Like, 
And Kota Ibushi and the Glove Bell had a pretty decent match. It was a good time to watch. <laughs> it was like 30 Canadian destroyers. Yeah. yeah, it was fun. It's just, Dude, that see, it's all so about, gnarly. see, yeah, if you want to bring matches or whoever's base number one, like, yeah. I mean, Kenny Omega might be the best wrestler in the world, but if nobody watches it or he's not booked that way, he's not. Yeah. Like, that's how he is with AEW right now. Yeah. In 2016 through 2018, he was the best bout machine. He was literally the best wrestler alive. Everybody was fighting for him. And now in AEW, he's a mid-carter at best. Yeah. He's, a, he's, he's, a, he's a tag champ. Like 2015. He's yeah. a tag champ. He's a tag champ. That's, he's not even in a technical tag team. But the crazy thing is, it's like, if you put him up against anyone, he will give you a fucking well, like what I said. Oh, absolutely. He would give you minimum. Well, it's like what I said. Four stars. Four stars. He yeah. pulled the... The Bucks' highest-rated match is a ma- it's their match that they just had last week. Yeah, like two weeks ago. But now is that now there's that question of will Meltzer have a bias with AEW because of their like New Japan? I guarantee everybody's gonna say they are, but I think it's just Uncle Dave recognizes greatness when greatness is seen. And that match was so. And good. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care what fucking all the wrestling internet wrestling community says. I don't give a shit. The Bucks are the greatest tag team Can of this generation. Kenny kicking out at one from the golden trigger. What the fuck? See, I that's what pisses me off. They talk about how these guys are nothing but smart, smart monkeys. They don't know psychology. This match well, was also like, literally the best tag team match ever, in well, my it's opinion. Also like, as far as the whole thing with like Hangman Page before saying, like, hey, hit Matt's lower, or Nick's lower back. Yeah. Like, hit Nick's lower back. Keep doing, like, still carrying that storyline on. Like, I get it. Like, that's mostly just for, like, the dumb marks who watch being elite. That well, no, that, no, like, that literally goes back to when... Yeah. That literally goes back to the match that they had at the Cow Palace where it was Kenny and uh, Coda versus the Bucks. Yeah. They went relentless on each other. Matt hurt his back in that match. And yeah. ever since then, that's been a weak spot in his body. Yeah. That's why Actually, it irritates didn't me. it go back further back to yeah, that's right. ROH... Um, the Ladder Wars. Ladder Wars with Daniel Dixon. Well, it was all based on Cornette saying they have no ring psychology. Exactly. That's what's irritating. Yeah. Because Matt has been doing this angle with his back for four years. Yeah. It's They're insane. saying he has no psychology. and This is long-term booking without anybody even realizing it. Exactly. It's long-term booking with like, Matt making good decisions. Well, it's like, just... The Young Bucks are, like without a doubt, they are the best tag team of, of this. Yeah, absolutely. There's no Honestly, there's no way anybody can defeat it. There's literally anybody that you can say, oh, they're too small. It doesn't matter. They are the best tag teams. Ever. Road Warriors, I, they might be in that conversation, but they're not. Yeah, just they, like the Rock and Roll Express should be in that. Yeah, like the thing is that, like, at the end of the day, with with actual in ring talent, it's really hard. Like maybe what, like Heart Foundation, as far as like the same amount of like pace and technical ability yeah. and like speed well, like, and stuff like that. The Bucks can do it all. Like they're the so Hardys, like the Hardys at their prime, sure. Like in see, the, yeah, the Hardys at their prime is probably the absolute closest approximation to what they are. Yeah. Because if let's be honest here, if the Bucks signed a WWE in 2011, like everybody thought they were, nobody would ever say anything about them not being in that conversation because they'd be pushed. They do all their work. They still do all the stuff they do. Well, I also think they would have put on like they would have put on probably really like good tag team matches with. The revival. It would have been well, the too, revival. Dude, it would have been had... too early if they got signed in 2011 because, and then now, like, because they they had that whole like oh, uh, they heat with like Booker T with. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying though. Like, if stuff. all that stuff didn't happen and they would have signed yeah. in 2011, it would have been too early. But the Usos, dude, the Usos are still recognized oh. as one of the best tag teams ever, and they've been around since that long. They've been doing it on the WWE stage since like twenty. But they're also bigger, and they have the whole Samoan thing going I've, for them. Uh, true, but I've... the uh, but the Young Bucks work rate speaks for themselves. Yeah. 
I've said this before. When they can walk into the PC and literally wrestle circles around everybody in there. I've said this before. The Usos and need to just have a one-year independent run to cement themselves as a legitimately very... Like, I honestly as, wouldn't disagree. I think if they left I think and then just did. like... Took whatever bookings that King Haku does. If they just did kill a few, if they, they literally, it. if they did a match against, if they did one match in New Japan against G.O.D. And they did like a match in, let's say they get, let's say they go to A.W. and do a match with against the Bucks. Against the Bucks, yeah. Or like, I, I honestly I truly think, do believe if they, if, let's say in a, hypo, in a hypothetical sense, like we're talking about right now with the Usos, if New Day, I would say Biggie, maybe... Maybe Xavier or Kofi. That's up to. I would say Biggie and Xavier. You would say Biggie and Xavier, with it'd be like New Day, Usos, and like God and the Bucks. Yeah, that's and Red all, Dragon. Like I'm just trying to see too like, many tag teams. I yeah, but you can't see, leave you can't leave Red Dragon out of the conversation of best tag teams ever. I just want to see the Usos and God have a match. I think I that'd think, be sick. I think it'd be so good. And like they'd be cussing up a storm. Because I think also I you motherfucker. I would like to see Jey Uso say, "I want to see him call each other names." Like I just want to see them talk shit to each other. Uh, you motherfucker. But they're like somewhat related in like a very removed sense, aren't they? They're like cousins. Yeah, they're cousins. Like, but like, like removed. Or Dude, like, I don't. Or like I'm not separated. sure how it all happens. Yeah, but I, I, I remember like trying to like I think, piece yeah, it together. Cause it's so, like them and Camacho, right? Yeah, they're yeah, because they're they're from like this different family from like the they're like related, from the Tonga side. That yeah, because Tama Tonga and Tongaloa are from the Tongan side, but they're still they're King Haku's sons. Yeah, but they're still from that like the Anawai like, family, Pol- Polynesian family, and then Samoa Joe is from a completely different. Yeah, family. Samoa yeah, Joe's no, so not jo- yeah, Samoa Joe's like not even. He's like the one Samoan wrestler that's not part of the Samoan Speaking dynasty. Of that, yeah. Ring of Honor has been updating, has been uploading very cool matches during this Rona outbreak. Dude, the Joe and Kenta Kabashi match. They've been uploading like the top three most incredible matches from AJ Styles, Daniel Bryan, Samoa Joe. They did a Bucks match, I think. They did. They're doing like these compilations of like three. The biggest stars of Ring of Honor during their heyday. It was like did they upload a Nigel match? Yeah, they've done Nigel. They've done AJ Styles. They've done CM Punk. They've done Brian Danielson. Did they do a Drake Joker for some reason? No. No. Drake Harris is a CZW guy. Why did I think they did that? I don't know why. I was listening to a podcast where... Oh, no, I was listening to, like, an old episode. Well, I mean, CZW and Ring of Honor had, like, an invasion angle a couple years... Like, 20 years ago, but... Also, Samoa Joe versus Necro Butcher. Cool matches. Super good. Necro Butcher was super underrated. Very cool. He was was a death match Is he a backstage producer? No. No? What's he do now? I'm I'm pretty sure he still wrestles for CZW, dude. He might, he might be in the like, back end of CCW. I think he actually works the um, the training school with Mike Quackenbush. Also, a meme that broke the internet this week. Nick Gage is bi-curious. <laughs> Effie's cool. Nick Gage is cool for not like getting mad. He just tweeted, like, I need to talk to you, which is funny. You'd expect Nick Gage to say that. That was funny. I love Nick Gage. I love Effie. Effie's great. I love how much backlash she got for saying... For WrestleMania weekend, he was oh, like, yeah. "You're disrespectful. Yeah. If you if you're homophobic, if you're xenophobic, if you're anything bad, I'll fucking kill you." Yeah, he's he's like, "We will drag you out in the streets and we will fucking kill you." Yeah, Effie's great. Um, I was like, "Holy shit!" Yeah. Plus, he wrestles in fucking uh, stockings, and that's dope. He's sick. Fishnets. Um, well, okay. I don't know if we're ever gonna get. Okay, another notable thing that happened this week in wrestling. We are all over the place. If you're listening to this and you're getting this far, we're proud of you. <laughs> um, this one was probably going to be a rough one. Let's talk about NXT. We haven't, we haven't worked together in like three weeks, so... Yeah, I haven't worked. 
I worked you guys, brother. Yeah. Brother. We've uh, been making the rounds. I've we worked this you work guys in, in a couple weeks now. We turned this work into a shoot, brother. Yeah. Speaking of that, happy 316 day. Stone Cold T. Boston. You're fucking great. Um, I'll be chugging beer in my underwear and vest later. I have... So follow me on Twitter, Nox Gods. Uh, Nox Gods. Fuck you, I'm not a wrestle boy. I, um, I bought beer from a local brewery here called Level Cross, and I got a rye-style IPA. Hell yeah. I'm going to smash them both and drink them, and I'm going to throw up because I'm going to be too full, because IPAs you cannot drink too IPAs much. are a loaf of bread, dog. IPAs are so fucking good, though. I <laughs> love IPAs. I'm it's, not even going to go that route, dude. I'm just going to get some Guinness for St. Patty's Day tomorrow. Fuck off. I'm starting a podcast where I talk about my snobby beer. Opinions. Okay, Dylan. I was gonna. I was gonna get free beer from Proper, and sell I out. declined it. You, you should give it to sell me. out. Uh, Goddamn. I was. Out. I was gonna give it to my dad. But. Oh, that oh, works too. You're not gonna give it to me. But I didn't take it. Dad. I was like, oh, no. they they You're asked me because I did it. I did a shoot for them for like the magazine. You did a always shoot take for alcohol, Berto. And they're like, for him. You be no, more it was like it was like a red or pink ribbon thing for like women's month. Another thing I like to talk about. They're doing like a special brew or something. Brett, Brett the Shooter Heart out here shooting on everyone lately. Um, oh, he has did he? an interview with uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin talking about how Goldberg's unsafe. Um, he did a promo. He did an Instagram live story and he said Hulk Hogan is the worst wrestler of all time. <laughs> and he said that he says that Seth Rollins is very unsafe, dude. He's an old man yelling at. Clark. How does he, he know? I was so like, how, I'm like, how do you know about Seth? Um, I'm like, Seth, sure, sir, sure, like maybe Hulk and Goldberg. Like, Seth had he worked single-handedly in ruined a man's career. <laughs> No, a man it that could have had his no. body gave up on it. Dude, true. you can't put that on Seth. No, Sting's Sting body gave up at on it. 55 should not have been working a main event well, level match like that. Well, look at The Undertaker. And they shouldn't have booked <laughs> Seth Rollins to have a match, a half hour but match. But you know what's Johnson crazy, though? It's like Ric Flair was doing la- uh, ladder matches at like that age. Yeah, dude. dude. Rick Rick Flair Flair is a freak of nature. Rick Flair was, was about to back say, bumps off of ladders at this age. Yeah, dude. I was about to say, did he, he do like Money like, in the Bank? Yeah, he was on the second Money in the Bank, and he was like 58 <laughs> during that match, dude. Terry Funk is still doing death matches, and he's like 85, dude. During this Rona outbreak, I want everyone to watch 2010 Ric Flair matches. <laughs> What's not? There's also this is um, in TNA during then. Impact. Yeah, I was about uploaded. to say, I was like, isn't that TNA Ric Flair? Impact, if you want like, yeah. r- like you want like want, evolution. No, I want Rick TNA Flair. Ric Flair. No. Impact, Ric Flair now. Impact uploaded a match with um, AJ Styles and Dusty Dustin yeah. Rhodes. <laughs> Very cool. <laughs> Pretty cool. And AJ it was Styles in TNA? goes to hit. Yeah, he goes to hit a like 450 on old ass Dusty Rhodes. And it's, he misses, but it's so cool. Like he goes for it hard. Cause, yeah, because Dusty Rhodes was a yeah. He was oh, yeah. Time. I remember yeah, it's that. Like, it's like from, I think it's from, was it from 2013 or 2012? 2012, 2010. The match with AJ and. Dusty. No, dude, that was like 2005. 2005? I thought it was more recent. Yeah, no, no dude, yeah, Dusty I mean, signed with WWE back in like uh, the FCW days, so okay. that was like 2010. But it was uploaded on their YouTube channel, and it just popped up because there's been a gif going around of AJ Styles trying to hit a 450 on <laughs> Dusty Rhodes, but um, it was really cool. It's cool. It's fun. Um, no, I remember watch. Dusty Rhodes doing like hardcore matches in like 2005. Oh, yeah, dude. Let's, um, <laughs> let's talk about uh, Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano. And let's talk about the dream. Let's talk about the... Okay, first of all, I want to go back. I want to talk about NXT for a second. This is NXT Corner now. We're going to try to be focused. First of all, I'd like to go back to two weeks ago where there was two steel cage matches back-to-back. Piss me off. I don't like it. Second of all, the Roderick Strong Velveteen Dream Dream feud is now starting to make sense because like, it makes sense if you're saying that the whole time it was for the NXT title. That being said, kind of dumb. 
With that being said, though, I don't get how Velveteen Dream is a face in all this. He's not. He's a heel. He's, he's been established. He's a heel. Yeah, but it's just... It's weird that, like, he's still with... Like, this whole thing is dumb. And, like, I think him going into this title, like, I don't know, theoretically, if they do a storyline where Britt Baker announces that she's no longer engaged to Adam Cole and she's now engaged to Velveteen Dream, I guess it could also make sense. Also, shout out to Big Swole for that comeback. Big Swole, that was sick. Big Swole is very cool. I um, saw that promo IRL and I was like, I, I, I had to like explain it to my girlfriend and she was like, oh, I'm a huge. Fan. Isn't she married to Cedric Alexander? Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm, I thought. That's what. That's why fan. no, because because uh, Britt Baker was like, oh, nobody cares about you. You're not even that like good at wrestling or whatever. And it's like the only person that like people care about in your household is your boyfriend. And then she's turned around like she she did the thing. She's like she was like. Well, actually, we're married, and then like put her hand yeah. up, and it's, they she like, said, cut. She said, "I'm married, baby." Yeah, and held up. That's right. Yeah, yeah. she said, Super. "I'm married." Well, yeah, I knew baby. that. I, just, I couldn't remember if it was anyway. Cedric Alexander or somebody but else no. that she was married so, to. No, it's Cedric. Yeah. First of all, the cage match child. with Dakota sick. Kai and Tegan Knox was sick. Yeah. I liked it a lot. I liked that Raquel Gonzalez still managed to be involved in the match. I yeah. thought that was cool. Like pinning Dakota Kai or Tegan Knox up there. I was kind of confused as far as like how that works. Like, how was she pinned so tightly against there? I I feel like. Anyway, just thinking about wrestling too much. Some, yeah, sometimes like I was with wrestling, say, yeah, with, yeah. especially within the WWE, yeah, yeah. you can't it? think too hard because you will hurt yourself. I was thinking about <laughs> it a little too much. But no, it was a cool match. It was really fun. Um, Trying to make sense of things in the WWE is just not. I didn't happen. like. I didn't like that it was two steel cage match back to back. I didn't like it. Like I would. I would have. I think it would have been cooler if it was just one, and then you had a street fight match between. Velveteen Dream and um, Roddy. Yeah. Uh, Roddy ended up winning the match, but Undisputed Era came out and Velveteen Dream fought him off with a kendo stick and then started fighting Adam Cole because he was saying this whole time it's been for... The NXT title and yeah. not Roddy. Um, but cool. then but then the Dream's supposed to be the heel and yeah, the because he was the one who supposed to be like, a face. I yeah. don't understand it. So now, jumping We're... forward, <laughs> jumping forward to this week, when uh, Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish had a match with the Broser Waits. Velveteen Dream came out beforehand and was, like, talking shit and saying, like, this whole time, like, I don't care about your family, Roderick Strong. Heel thing to say. You should still kind of care. He's your co-worker, technically. Be his friend. Be nice to him. Be nice to him, Velveteen Dream. You dirty heel. You dastardly heel. Uh-huh. <laughs> By Vel- God. Velveteen Dream and Darby Allen had a match and evolve. Was now, fun. they are two young up-and-comers. Was he full Velveteen Dream gimmick, or was it, like... No, it was, he was Patrick was it, Clark. I, oh. It was his, like... I just saw a picture. It was his... It was his, like, transformation from Patrick Clark to the Velveteen Dream when he was doing, like, the quote-unquote metrosexual gimmick rather than, like, the Velveteen Dream Prince kind of thing. Yeah. It was, like, a very undefined version of the Velveteen Dream. It was, like, early, 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 like, sprinklings of... Yeah, it was, like... It was, like, Patrick Clark with a little bit of... You can see that he's starting to think about the character. Yeah. That being said... Hey, Darby Allen, DM me. I want to know where you get those button-up shirts. I kind of want one. I think it'd be sick. I want one for my wedding. I want the see-through black button-up shirt that Darby Allen wears for my wedding. Like the goth fucking... Yeah, I want that. Oh, I so... saw one at like on ASOS. If you God, know. okay, little peep. Darby Allen, DM me. Let me know. Um, anyway. Drew just wants to be an e-boy for his wedding. Dude, I'm an e-boy. Anyway. <laughs> you're fucking... You're too tall. Too tall. But... And you're not cringy enough. Not cringy. Not Dude, boring. your wedding suit's beige. Come on. My wedding suit is sick. Custom, on its way. I'm cool. 
You also don't have a TikTok account, or do you? Dude, I'm gonna start one here soon. Just for yo-yos and Kendama. Yeah, I'm gonna do Dude, honestly, imagine that like popping off in like the eight to like thirteen community. If you wanna if you watch Drew become a fucking social media influencer because of his yo-yo TikToks. If you wanna see He's gonna be on TV with like David Dobrik and shit. He gets like two two to three hundred thousand views on his TikTok. I'm waiting for my interview with Joe Rogan where I'm awkwardly explaining what a yo-yo is and he's like He's like, that's great, man. Have you ever tried DMT? Have you ever tried like hooking the yo-yo up to the to the back of a bow and firing it off at an elk and I'll be like no I've never thought of this will be perfect if you did that and then he'll start talking about cars and I'll be like I don't give a single fuck about and, then he'll, and like, then he'll try to offer you like backwoods and then he'll offer me a DMT and, and he'll be like that's crazy dude have you ever tried I'll, DMT I will ruin my entire and then career. he'll try to pitch you on the carnivore diet dude he'll pitch me on the carnivore diet carnivore diet I'll be sold without a doubt um cause you love that man meat I love Man, meat. I love elk. Elk is the best deer, best meat you The best deer? Venison is probably my favorite meat. Oh my god, dude. I, I know That's you like don't like hunting, but... real white tried... shit that Burke's talking about dude, right now. Have you venison? ever tried venison jerky, bro? Like, you ever dude, tried... I'm going to keep it 100,000% with you. Jerky is fucking awful. If you can get good jerky... Okay, but you have to remember me and Berta were trapped in a car for eight hours. No, if you prior to that situation, I could give you know, less of a fuck about beef jerky. You know where Ber- I've jerky? tried it several times in several different incarnations. The and place I where jerky is it. acceptable is if you're on a car ride and you stop at a gas station and get one of those like slabs of meat, like <laughs> those like. Dude, literally, that's why I will literally our fucking trip. stay in that pit stop. Teriyaki. Teriyaki beef slab. That's what ruined our trip to Vegas, dude. His, yeah. His old co-worker's fucking 13 cow wife was eating and farting and listening to music very loudly on the See, way to Vegas. you have bad friends. Well, I, it was this was an acquaintance. I wouldn't even consider him a friend. Don't have friends. I literally what, went... What did we... Oh. I literally we're, went... We don't to, even... We're not even six feet apart, so... Yeah. I literally went just to gamble, hang out with Birdo, watch wrestling, get drunk. Gambling sucks. Birdo's okay. Drinking sucks. Just kidding. Wrestling is <laughs> gambling is sick. As we're Thank as you. you're all about to be doing that at the end of the month. I refuse to gamble because gambling. Wait, are we actually? Are we actually? Dude, I'm go? probably gonna wait until like that week to find figure it out. Well, yeah, we don't. We need to figure out with all the coronavirus. That's what I was gonna say. I'm like with all the shit going on. Like, first of all, are the hotels even gonna be taking the bookings? I don't know. What I need to figure out. We'll figure it out because also I need to move here <laughs> soon. We'll see how all this works out. U-Haul's gonna go out of business before him. We don't need a Dude, U-Haul. they're gonna have to like fucking go. If we, if we sell our couches, we don't need a U-Haul. And like, why do you need a couch anyways? It's not like you're gonna have people over. We have a couch and a love seat that we like just recently bought, and we're kind of thinking like get rid of those before we move. Bro, and just then... fucking sit on the floor and watch TV, like. Well, what we're like thinking normal is college like, students do. move our shit to Albuquerque and then... Well, okay. I'm the college student at this point. Cass is the full-time employee, so we got to deal with that. But we need to move to Albuquerque before the end of May. We'll see how all this works. <laughs> Anyways, back to wrestling. 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 <laughs> I got into a PhD program. There we all go. Drew is going to be the next Lucius Horse. So the he's going to be working remotely from Albuquerque, so expect his voice to sound yeah. absolute fucking dog shit. If the podcast continues, if we decide to keep going, if we keep wanting to go, there's a couple options that we're going to have. Berto, we're just going to have to fly up to New Mexico every weekend. Yeah, yeah, hopefully the prices stay as cheap as they are. Honestly, it's like the fucking price of a gas tank. Dude, they're yeah. literally saying that airlines could be bankrupt by May. That flight fucking 
What, but what did you fly? Airport, fucking. What did you fly? Frontier. No, I flew Delta. Albuquerque's airport or American Airlines. Albuquerque's airport's fine. It's like one terminal. There's some cool lowriders. <laughs> I saw like a group of nuns at the airport, which I thought was cool. Yeah. Is that the cool thing that you experienced this week? I saw I saw a group of nuns. I got into an. I'm gonna start studying wetlands, and I'll go to Okavango in three years. That's cool. I thought you said. You, I thought for a second you were gonna say you got into an altercation with one of the nuns. <laughs> no. Yeah, I fucking. I that nun was giving me a dirty look, and I was like, "Hey, look, what the fuck's your problem?" God You're, saves your soul from coronavirus. Hey, look, lady. I gave. I gave the. I hit a nun with an F five in the Albuquerque airport. And he he told the nuns that God's not real. God is fake. <laughs> I picked up the first one I saw. And then and then he's like, wrestling is real and forever. Yeah. I picked up one, I give him the F5, and then another one I just grabbed and bit her neck. That reminds me of the Mr. Anderson shirt that he released in TNA. It said, wrestling is real, people are fake. I was like, that's sick. Not wrong. Um, anyway, so Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa are starting their feud again. They fought throughout the PC. They very unnecessarily broke a mirror, which I was like, oh, that sucks. Okay, real, real quick, I want to address something. What if that's a sugar mirror? It probably is a gimmick breakaway glass. Yeah. But I want to address something. WrestleBoys, fuck oh. you. Oh. oh. First oh, off, go. because do, 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 I'm not do. sick of Tommaso Ciampa and Gar- Johnny Gargano. I'm sick of their feud. And I'm not. Even, it's not even so much their feud. It's the fact that Johnny Gargano is a terrible heel. It's almost as bad as making Daniel Bryan a heel when he's as over as he was. Well, right it's, now it's, it's two tweeners. It's not even that. No, Johnny's a full-on heel. Like, if you listen to how the way he talks, he's a full-on heel. Yeah, but... Tommaso Ciampa can ride the line between being a face and a... And a yeah. He, like he a tweener. One, he was the one who delivered that finisher off that weird... Like, what was that thing they were at last week on it? NXT. Yeah, but hold on, I'm still going through my tangent real quick. Go ahead, let him let (laughs) pop off, Bryson. Go off, (laughs) but go off this. And I more than appreciate the ethic and work rate that those two put into matches together. It's just I'm sick of the same. It's the same formula, dude. It's literally fight forever, fight forever, fight forever, kick out, kick out, kick out, near fall, near fall, fight forever, near fall, kick out. Whoa, there, finish. Whoa there, Cornette. <laughs> but no, I'm, t- I'm talking just purely in those two. Yeah. It's those two cents. It's always massive build, massive build, massive build, fall. Massive build, massive build, massive build, fall. And, and then it's just... In a it's, concrete spot. Yeah, and, yeah, concrete spot. And then it's just, oh, you did it here, then I did it here. Then you took my finisher, so I'm going to take your finisher. It's the same formula. And so it's the same match every time. I just think it's better incorporated, and I think it's a better showing when Tommaso Ciampa is the heel and Johnny Gargano is the face. Johnny Gargano, if I was to start a wrestling company right now from the ground up and have a face, like my, I have to have like my like your my AJ gum. Styles and my Martin, Martin Kirby or my Daniel Bryan or my Sami Zayn, it's going to be Johnny Gargano. Yeah. He is the ultimate Bumble underdog. Gum, yeah. Like, yeah, he's, he, looks like, he looks like a nice Mormon boy. That being said, I think this feud would be funner if it was for the cruiserweight title, or for a title. If it had or for a title period, yeah. I think I think if it doesn't I have a if, payoff anymore, I think if Johnny Gargano came to <laughs> went to NXT UK, took the title off Jordan Devlin, which I mean, like Jordan Devlin's sick, and I want him to keep holding that title for a while, but. I'm just saying. Like, but Jordan Lennon's already said he's going to be a traveling champion, so he's like, this I think, isn't just NXT. UK I think it would now. be very fun if they would have. Like, if this match was... Because I think it would establish Cruiserweight title. And I think they're both little enough to where it's not that big of a deal. Like, realistically, Adam Cole, after once he drops the NXT title, 
he could lose a pound and go to everybody in like literally there could all be cruiserweights. Yeah, and I think that'd be fun. Like I think, I think, uh, Roger Strong could. Uh, yeah. Well, he was in the cruiserweight tournament last year, so. Yeah, I think it would be fun if Roger Strong dropped like went after the cruiserweight title. If they want to redo the prophecy again, like why wouldn't why can't he be the? Well, and another way that it could work, if they wanted to like make the. Gargano and Chompa feud mean something and do it for a title. Yeah. If Jordan Devlin just like happened to turn face this weekend on, or this week on NXT UK, say he, Marcel Bartel challenged him, and he had fighting spirit and he turned face. Now, if that following weekend, or that following week on NXT, Johnny Gargano being the shitbag heel he is, challenged Devlin to a match won from shitty circumstances, took the title from him, and then they ended up having the title feud, I think yeah. that could work. Like, even like if you did a storyline where like, Jordan Devlin, like, threw a microphone at Johnny Ariano. Like, similar to, like, that whole, like, dumb... But it wouldn't happen because it's Hill versus Hill. Well, you have to look at the... T- yeah. You have to look at the logistics Well, what I'm saying is, like... What I'm saying is, like, Wrestling has to, no logistics, though. Similar to, like... Especially WWE wrestling theory. has no logistics. Well, like, similar to the Austin Theory, um... Tommaso Ciampa feud. Like, there wasn't really a reason for them to have a match, but Austin Theory disrespected Ciampa, and Ciampa got mad. Right, that but Austin that. Theory was is also a heel, yeah. and Tommaso Ciampa's a tweener. Yeah. But also, people don't know that. People also, don't watch Evolve like yeah. like we watch Evolve. But, I mean, just watching his actions in yeah. the match, in, like, the ring with Tommaso, he was shoving him, he was yelling at him, he was doing face tactics, or heel yeah. tactics. That being said, also, another reason why I... Instantly was like, I don't care about Tommaso Ciampa, um, Johnny Gargano feud, Wrestle Boys, talking to you guys. Um, mostly because Tommaso Ciampa phones it in when he's on NXT TV. When he's on NXT, just a normal product, he does not do as well. He doesn't care as much when it's like a takeover. When it's not a takeover, right? Same thing with Johnny Gargano. They both phone it in on NXT TV. They only but do you blame them? Which is no, why I totally dude, get it. Which like, is why they need to switch up the dynamic. Well, yeah, it's like it's literally been Johnny Gargano versus Tommaso Ciampa in one way or another for the last two years. Yeah, like, over it. And now, if they were to switch it up and put like Johnny Gargano with like Raul Mendoza this, or Joaquin Wilde or some of the fucking hundreds of people they just signed that they haven't put on TV yet, um, you're not going to mention uh, one of the best parts of NXT right now. What? Uh, Who's that guy from who went to NXT UK and then came back? He's not very good. You just ruined your whole segment there, buddy. Yeah. He lost he lost to You Keith just Lee. lost He yourself. got he got squashed by Keith Lee like recently. What's his name? He's but, like the um, taller guy. He 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 was wrestling on NXT UK. He Kona came Reeves. to huh? Kona Reeves. Yeah, there we go. Kona Reeves, dude. Dude. Give me Kona Reeves versus Adam Cole next week. The finest? The no, but seriously, finest, though. Dude, I'm a huge Kona Reeves fan. He went to NXT UK? I didn't even know that. Yeah, yeah. he was in NXT UK for no reason. Whatsoever. No, but seriously, though. If they changed up the dynamic mm-hmm. and made it tag team match yeah. or something to yeah. switch it up so it's not just a stale ass. Cause, yeah. Dude, because they've had street fights. They've had the false count anywhere. They've had all that shit. It's the same basic fucking formula. Yeah. They need to switch it up. I don't care if they created to start two tag teams just so those two can fight. A dynamic needs to change. Johnny Gargano versus uh, versus Tommaso Ciampa, one on one, is I'm a not, stale fucking match. I'm not sure how they do this, but it would be really fun, honestly, to see like Tommaso and Johnny both like straight up say, "We're going to find, we're going to see who can train the better wrestler." And just, see, yeah, like, that's perfect. Do see? like have them both be in manager roles, and they can interfere if they want, but like have them both like because like realistically like. Tommaso Ciampa maybe This has, is probably his last run. He has one year left. About. Let's say. He has like NXT or in wrestling in general? Wrestling. Mm-hmm. With how many times he's hurt his neck, dude, Vince has no faith in him. 
But That's maybe they, Triple H so can put him in a main Triple H just got demoted. It's true. Wait, is that like a legit thing? Yeah, dude, he, he got demoted. He's not head of creative anymore. Mm-hmm. He's not held head of NXT and talent. He is the current. He's a current commentator for and SmackDown. For SmackDown. And, that was, uh, that and, uh, was awesome. Okay, that was like the best part of, of him, SmackDown. Him being the commentator was a good time. But no, um, I honestly think like, in my opinion, I get it. This is like going to be a final resolution. That being said, we've seen this feud so many times. I would like, I would honestly prefer to see Johnny Organo and Tommaso Ciampa. But like, let's just say like they just both say like we're both. We've had our matches. I'm going to pick someone, and I'm going to train them to beat the shit out of yeah, either you. Either Tommaso Ciampa says, I'm going to pick someone to beat, your, to beat you up, or they both say, like, let's find people, and let's see who can train the better wrestler, and just see what happens. See, like, yeah, that's how they should be using their developmental system. Mm-hmm. Like, could you yeah. imagine how awesome Donovan Dijakov could be if he was a badass heel with yeah. Tommaso Ciampa talking for him? Or even, I was even thinking, like, more obscure, like, have... Tommaso Ciampa pick, let's say he picks Austin Theory because he had that match. And let's say Johnny Gargano goes to Evolve and grabs Josh Bridges. Or someone Bricks. just like, yeah, some that giant, he's like six foot nine. Yeah, he's some, a freak. Or even grabs like Caveman Ugg. I don't know. Grab someone cool <laughs> from like the end. Like just pick someone up that like you wouldn't expect. Don't announce that he signed. Like it could just be. Fun. Or they could just, yeah, start working on one of the new sightings, like how they just signed King Corno. Yeah. Work on him. Or like, or like he's, he's already been working house shows or, for a while. Oh yeah, house Tommaso, shows. But I mean, that's Tommaso Champa. A small out. house show district in Florida. That's like three hundred people see that. Tommaso Champa brings out Timothy Thatcher. Someone cool. <laughs> see, like well, something cool, like something cool like that would be fun. See, like, and I'm fine if Tommaso Champa and Johnny Gargano if they have their blow off feud in NXT Tampa, in front of no crowds, obviously. But they're gonna have their fucking blow off trilogy in front of, in front of absolutely. I know, but you just know what that they're going to use that as fuel to have them give them one more match, and I don't want to fucking see it. What if their their blow off needs to happen at Takeover, and yeah. then they need to be fucking done? What if I don't want to see them in a in a ring together again? What if at WrestleMania they keep the stadium still? They have it booked. No, they they, they already keep... announced that they're going to do it at the I PC. Know. It'd just be funny if they kept the stadium still. Gonna, no, what? they probably are cashing in on the insurance of the building. <laughs> Hopefully, <coughs> if they can get it. It's like, anyway. Um. Okay, so Tommaso Ciampa, they fought. It was fine. Um, the Broserweights defended their title. Um, kind of set up a cool feud with like um, Grizzly the Grizzly Vets. Young Veterans coming out. I, I'm i a huge Zach Gibson fan. I love Zach Gibson, but I can't fucking stab James Drake, and you guys know why. He's great. No, if he's you bad. Back, if you go back to NXT from a couple weeks ago. What, his talking? NXT, no, not his talking. His mirroring, dude. Yeah. Everything that cool. Zach Gibson does, he does the exact same thing. And it's it drives the me The stance, the fucking face. Well, even when he's talking, like, when he's... Because Zach Gibson delivers his line, he always goes, Soon to be recognized as world's number one. James Drake copies that. He looks like a fucking asshole. He's cool. It's he is good. not cool. He's it's a, a dork. I want Zach Gibson to just turn around and just say, shut the fuck up and slap him. Well, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I want to see that because James Drake is fucking obnoxious. It's it's cool. Shut up. You're old. I think it's fun. Bryson's yelling at a cat. My 18-year-old cat. I think it's fun because that I think it's them. meow is sounding rough. She's 18, I bro. I think it's garnering that heat they're <laughs> looking for, and I think it's fun. No, it's... <sighs> it's fun. I feel like James Drake as a person just has a really punchable face. Yeah, James Drake... And I feel like it'd be fun to just watch him get slapped. James Drake will be a huge mid-card baby face when Zach Gibson eventually turns. Same, same place, like, Matt Riddle is going to be... Like, he's going to get pushed so hard once... 
Pete Dunne breaks his toes. You know what's interesting like, is like a lot of people. A lot of people love Matt Riddle. I personally think he has the personality of a sloth. Yeah, because you don't smoke weed, coward. Yeah, dude. <laughs> you sell out. He's monotone. I, his facial expressions are I not don't very either. good. Dude, if you sell I out, you get either. it. But once you finally, if you try it once, if you do one marijuana. Once you ride that stallion, dude, you never once get back. You, once oh you ride God. that green stallion, bro, bro, understand a riddle, dude. dude that's the name of the episode. This episode is going to be called The Green Stallions. Where are we at for time? We are at an hour and we're almost at 90 minutes. So let's talk about, <clears throat> let's talk about 205 because I don't really care. SmackDown was cool. SmackDown was honestly a lot better than I thought it would be. Same. What the match with uh, Brian and uh, it just because like that and was, Cesaro. Well, yeah. no, that was just like the first time we saw like that was this that was our first little taste of any sort of no crowd like action. I think it worked for what they and did. And it worked really well, honestly. Like I think Triple H did a great job on if keep Triple want, H a commentary. Fuck it, I guess if they want to keep it because like Triple H and Cole have known each other for so long, it was fun. Also, he's probably well, the one that talks to Cole's ear, if anything. Also, well, when Triple H, dude, when he has his own creative freedom, he's great. Like when they back in two thousand eleven, like when he was holding the camera and filming Cole, that was funny. that was funny. And then he filled it in like his little fucking and then his, his little soul patch. patch. Well, was, back in two thousand eleven, when they were doing the whole like. It was Secret right after. Manager thing, yeah, no, no. This was right when uh, Triple H got promoted to uh, COO, and he had because this is like right Ooh. after the Summer of Punk. Oh, when with people... like Kevin Nash and all that stuff. What was it? The strike. Yeah, so we got that vote of no confidence, and everybody sat out. Yeah, and it, it ended up just being Sheamus, Punk, and uh, yeah, Sheamus, Punk, yeah. and Cena. That was a cool storyline, by the way, because what happened was it was they had th- Punk in commentary. It was Sheamus, with, yeah, yeah, and it was had, great. They had punk it was commentary by himself. Yeah, they had it was Sheamus, great. Sheamus and Triple H. No, Sheamus no, and Cena, Cena with Triple H's spe- yeah, special guest right, because they didn't have any- that was actually I went back to their YouTube channel and was like they have it. That. Like, yeah, it's hilarious. It's like it's a, a 20 time. 30 minute video. Yeah, and it's funny because that being said also like those guys are all scabs for that and like fuck them for that. But I mean it was all storyline of course, but it, it, like, but it worked so well because they all had their freedom cuz CM Punk's even talking and he had cuz he had his issues with Triple H right beforehand. He had his Five star match with Cena, yeah. and then he looks at Sheamus and he goes, "I don't have a problem with you yet, but I'm sure you're gonna piss me off at some point." Yeah, but, but they never so did. Funny. They never had a feud. But it's just so funny because like they were all given creative freedom, and so like they were they were mad living everything, dude. They're ad living everything, yeah. and so like when Sam Punk walks out after Triple H tells him to do commentary, he goes, "Can I wear your jacket?" He goes, yeah. you didn't even wear my jacket. And he goes, awesome. Then Triple H is like, ring the ring bell. And he goes, yeah. like that. And he goes, fine, double pay. Yeah. So funny. It was just yeah. comedic cool. greatness. Triple H is Triple God forbid they don't have scripted promos, right, guys? Yeah. But no, Triple H is great. But like that, him being him doing commentary was awesome. Um, so Mojo Raleigh came out. So I guess the wild card rule is in effect now because he's on Raw. Oh, right. Yeah, I forgot. Cause he they came were out like... and he talked about how Gronkowski, who is his shoot friend, yeah, are gonna they're, be, they're gonna be tag team champions in about a month, probably. Well, no, they said because he said he's supposedly gonna sign. He's like, like they're downstairs. No, yeah, they sound, yeah. But I'm well, saying, no, because they they said that he was close to signing. No, they said that he's coming out next week. Yeah, that's what I'm saying is that yeah. he's coming out next week. But supposedly yeah. kayfabe that he hasn't signed yet. But I'm yeah. pretty sure he has. But he's gonna. They are going to take the titles off. Any any popularity that Morrison and Miz have, it's fucking gone. Gronk. Gronk and Mojo are going to be tag team tied champions. Which is fine, though. Honestly, yeah. I mean, I'm not that they're those two are together because they're both terrible. But, also, the, but, the, but, but the Miz, he's got all the money in the world that he needs. Yeah. He's got... 
John his show, he's got all... Dude, Morrison doesn't need money. Morrison's money. got his acting stuff. He's got a directing stuff. If he has a two-year run with the WWE, let him make a couple million dollars and let him just fucking have fun. Let him be a trainer. But I want it him to be... Him and Todd just can fucking kick back. I want yeah. it to be a good run. I like Johnny Mundo. I do, too. But, but we're not going to see Johnny Mundo. We're not going to see him, though. But you have to realize something. In the land of WWE... The landscape changes. Like, you have to look at, like, Batista. Batista, when he came back in 2014. Blue Tista? He was supposed to have a full-time run. And he ended up being And he ended up being a part-timer because nobody cares anymore. Nobody wants to see these guys. I mean, Johnny Mundo could be an exception because he's still a fantastic worker. There's a couple of guys that if they came back to the WWE tomorrow, I'd He worked that Elimination Chamber match and he can go. With these Performance Center matches, like, give me an hour-long match between Prince Puma and Johnny Mundo. Say fuck it. This is the temple. If they don't change the name of the performance center to the temple, I'm gonna be pissed. <laughs> like I want Dario Cueto to come out. I want all of WWE to become Lucha Underground. You want like fucking like pounds and like tons of dust to yeah. just be sprinkled oh, all yeah. over the performance. We also center. haven't talked about the most important news in wrestling. Southpaw season two is coming back. It's coming out this summer. Southpaw regional wrestling. Yeah. Which reminds me of the WWE TK20 had its Southpaw Regional Wrestling DLC. Speaking of that. Like recently? Oh my god. We're going to wrap this podcast up. Like Mr. McElroy are playable characters in the game. We're going to wrap up this podcast, but first, we need to talk to Bryson about his poor life decisions. Why do you play WWE 2K20? Willingly. And pay for DLCs. Me and Birdo. I thought you did. I heard from them all at the beginning. Me and Birdo during oh, this you, okay, but you okay, you put the money up front so you didn't have to pay for it in the back end. Well, yeah, I, it's a problem for past me, not future. Birdo during the Rona has been playing Call of FIFA. Duty. Yeah, I play a fuck ton of Call of Duty. Shout out to Call I've, of Duty Monofer. It's probably the best Call of Duty in like the last 10 years. I've been playing a lot of Pokemon, and come Friday, I'm going to play a lot of Animal Crossing. Dude, okay, my, my biggest thing, fucking stoked for that. the it's one thing I will say about WWE 2K20 is the moveset. The moveset's better than it's ever been. Okay. I mean... But the just, mechanics are dog shit. The mechanics can be, but sometimes they can work well if... Yeah. If everything lines up right. Yeah. But because of the, the creation suite and everything, I can make a perfect Will Ospreay. They have his, his whole moveset. I can make Kenny Omega. I can make Kota Ibushi. Yeah. I can make Austin Theory. I can make all these guys because they have their full movesets now. But mm-hmm. their hair is still fucking zucchini. The hair, yeah, well, yeah. Guy, zucchini pasta, dude. Yeah. Well, that's because that's... Zoodles, dude. Yeah, straight zoodles. Straight zoodle hair. That's, well, that's because 2K was just like whatever. I or don't fucking fettuccine yeah. uh, Seth Rollins black. It's like fucking squid ink fucking fettuccine. Right. I just wish they would take like the UFC engines and build off of those. That'd be cool. Yeah, but that's EA. Yeah. The d- different company. Well, yeah, they need to sign with EA. Now, I'm pretty sure that's who's going to do the AEW video game. All right. Mm, I don't now, know. We'll we're going to put a nice bow on this and end this with, during well, these trying times of us being inside, let's ask... What wrestling matches would you recommend? Yeah, what was your favorite match you watched this week? It doesn't matter. It can be current. It can be 10 years ago. Yeah. Okay. Can I list like three? Yeah. Okay. Let's do three. Will Ospreay and Ia Priestley that happened today. It was a good time. It was fun. Um, just to you see actually it. are complimenting an Osprey match. What the fuck is wrong with you? I appreciate what Will Osprey did with Russell. He, he doesn't appreciate his name. That being said, his, I still his, think I still name. think Will Osprey is a major dork. And every time I've said Will Osprey in this speech, I want you to know it's spelled the proper way, not with a stupid A. The proper way is the English way. No. You jackass. Eat shit. No, it's not. Now, that was a good match. Also, um, so New Japan has been re-uploading some old events with um, English commentary. They uploaded um, Hiroki Goto versus uh, Shinsuke from 2011 and the, during the G1. It's a good time. It's fun. Um, I like the English commentary. It was cool. Just like they remind you. They kind of like in the commentary, you can tell like Kevin Kelly, I think. Yeah. 
he definitely does his research and he tells you exactly what was going on at that time, um, which I appreciate. So that was a good match. Also, um, Walter versus Jordan Devlin. So cool. Um, it's from a couple, it's from a year ago, but it was still a really good match. It was through OTT. It's on their YouTube channel. Um, yeah, go watch some, go watch some good wrestling on YouTube. Go watch some independent wrestling. Support independent wrestling. Um, I remember I just like recently I was being recommended the, uh, back then it was still what culture pro wrestling mm-hmm. or now, or even prior to his closing, it was what it defiant defiant. Yeah. yeah. It was defiant wrestling. The, the world <laughs> cup from like two years ago when they had just like a bunch of like indie guys, the indie dream matches. Yeah, yeah. basically. And there was like two matches that I liked, which were the Will Ospreay versus Rey Mysterio match. And the Will Ospreay versus Drew Galloway match. Dude, that match is so sick. The ending, the fucking uh, final... Uh, the final sequence? The DDT. Whew. Yeah, that's just... So weird. sick. 10 out of 10 recommend. Yeah. Oh, also. WCPW was very underrated in as far as like being able to gather a lot of like the UK scene and like world wrestlers like together in like a random ass fucking place. Yeah. Another cool thing. Bea Priestley hit that really cool on Will Ospreay. She hit that really cool, like, second rope German suplex that she does. And it's really cool. It looks Yeah, because cool. he can fucking sell his ass off. No, yeah. But she also is pretty damn good. I take back most things that I said about her in the past. She's still so. okay. I saw her I saw her wrestle for AEW, and it was, like, yeah, an okay match. Yeah. I think she'd have a good match with Nyla Rose, maybe. It, I think she's still very stuck on the UK wrestling style. Mm-hmm. Or, like, the Japanese style. The Puro Resu style. Yeah, the very, like, hard-hitting, like, New Japan, like, Puro Resu style. Yeah. And trying to translate that to a U.S. kind of palette is it's hard. Like, it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a tough take. But, yeah. Um, Bryson, what are your match of the week? First match was Eddie Kingston versus Claudio Castagnoli, also known as Cesaro, from Chikara in 2009. I've been watching Eddie Kingston promos from TNA. So, I love Eddie. Is that Kingston. where he's playing the the recent ones where I, he was like the OG shit? I went through and watched like the top five, like his feud with James Storm, all that Super stuff. Sick. I just watched like all his promos because like I love Eddie Kingston's promo work so much. It's that, so good. Was that like during Beer Money, or was it like before Beer Money? I don't think. I think it, it was before. No, it was money. after yeah. Beer Money because James Storm oh. came back and he was the leader of the Death Cult or whatever they were called. Oh, was yeah. that was that after his NXT run? Yeah, like for whatever a yeah. month or it two. Was, yeah, because was... like he, yeah, because he left TNA, oh, right, right, wrestled right. for WWE, came back to TNA, and then then he started the whole like uh, it was like Death Cult writers or some shit. I can't remember. Yeah. It's but, like a fucking biker squad. It was, no, the Death Kill Council or something like that. Yeah, it was CDC or whatever. Because um, it was James Storm, Eddie Kingston, and uh, Brown. Yeah, and then Eddie Kingston got kicked out, and then like. <laughs> He cut these cool promos. There's like so much. Okay. Another thing to do during this quarantine time. Watch anything on Impact's YouTube because it's more than likely the majority of every match they've done. Pretty much. It's, they upload it. They're still on. They're back on Twitch. for. They have been for a while now. Yeah. So just Charlie Ryan's That's no true. Longer. Yeah. Don't support. Don't support Tessa Blanchard. Support everyone else on yeah, that roster. Support Impact. No, it wasn't Joey Ryan who got Impact kicked off. It was Rob Van Oh, yeah. Rob Van Damme. That's right. Because of sex fucking thing. Yeah. Dude. Okay. Speaking ramp. of that. Is Rob Van Dam coming out of the sex tape for real? I hope so. Joke? I'd buy it. It'd be bad. I'm stoked. Rob Van Dam cannot have, like... Dude, but you know he's got a big old hog. He can't. I I don't believe he can. Look you know, at him. Honestly, Rob Van Dam price stinks a little. 
Probably. <laughs> but look at his wife. She probably does too. He probably Katie loves Forbes. going to like fucking Golden Corral or something. He, Kitty Forbes looks like she smells yeah. like spray tanner. Rob Van Dam is the type of guy who asked to go to Golden Corral. Who thinks going to Golden Corral? No, he has that as his writer for fucking for, for indie shows. Every indie show. No, but like, yeah. It, it, I don't want to say that you have to be good at sex, but Rob Van Dam, I will bet you money. He's flexible though, so he's you know not, he's at least got like, some tricks up his sleeve. He might have been flexible like ten no, years he's ago. Still, his, yeah, he still does the like Rob Van Dam lift it. and shit. But that being said, okay. like I really, I can't imagine Rob Van Dam being good enough to warrant. A video being taken of him while having sex. Hulk Hogan had a sex tape, dog. Come on. But that was that also was leaked, it. and it was uh, and he got that a lot was of not money. Hulk from Hogan, that. that was Terry Bonilla. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, my second match. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, good old Terry Bonilla, dude. Bonilla, there we go. My second match is uh, Samoa, Samoa Joe versus Kenta Kobashi from Ring of Honor 2005. That was in those uh, little. That was the first match of those little. That was yes. It was the first match of the uploads that Ring of Honor did. Yeah. If you ever, I mean, if you think Walter's slaps and chops are hard, yeah. Check out Kenta Kobashi. Yeah. He does like a fucking three minute machine gun chop sequence on Samoa Joe. Yeah. And it's just uncomfortable to watch. Someone not to that. be confused with Kenta. Yeah. Someone not to did be, that. Yeah. Someone did that at the. Um, at that uh, what uh, wrestle talk whatever they did that during that live stream they did yeah. like one of the little guys did like those rapid chops. See, I don't think anybody if you're if you're not Ken Takashi you can't pull it off. Well, they straight opinion. up said like he's doing this in honor. Of <laughs> like, it makes sense if commentary can get that over. It makes sense, but it's yeah. it's fun to see. See, I think I don't think that's a move that's ver- worth seeing unless it's Kenta that does it. Yeah, makes sense. But didn't um, Yano do it? Yeah, Yano does it. Yeah. Liano's also a comedian wrestler, so he does stupid shit all the time. Um, the comedian wrestler, as far as I'm concerned. Cole Cabana is the comedian wrestler dog. Um, Orange Cassidy is the, is the Orange comedian. Cassidy's character is starting to get ruined by AEW, so I don't want to talk about that right now, because anyway. it makes me sad. Nah, dude, What's Luke your... Gallows is an underrated comedy wrestler. Oh, Luke Gallows is very underrated as a comedic wrestler. That's true. I feel like Carl Anderson also could be. Carl Anderson is the toughest son of a bitch in this entire building. <laughs> I, I'm and, out, brother. Oh. and with the hottest Asian wife. The hottest Asian wife. His uh, Instagram has been getting... Okay, so I need to talk about... <laughs> Can I list my third match before you guys keep stealing all my thunder? Go ahead. Carl Anderson's Instagram. He's getting weird with his wife. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Respect. Go to his Instagram and like look at the pictures he's been posting. I'm going to look like, well, right I'm, I'm curious because I, have no, I, don't follow, I don't really follow wrestlers on it Instagram. It popped in my Explore play page. I'm a huge Carl Anderson <laughs> Anyway, last match. Anderson's sick. Um, oh, I, say, I can't remember. Oh, I actually just recently rewatched the Seth Rollins versus Brock Lesnar versus John Cena match from the Royal Rumble 2015. Okay, it's a really good match. It's yeah. really, really good. Like I'm, you could tell that all three of those guys were on top gear that night. Yeah, because even Brock Lesnar was like overly selling and making everybody else look good. Yeah. and I think that match is what really solidified Seth Rollins as a star. Oh. Yeah. That's weird, huh? Carl Anderson's Instagram is, is kind of weird. Yeah, that's what I thought was weird. I was uh-huh. like, oh, anyway. is that a little too much? All right, so we're going to wrap this up, though. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, during these times, and support independent wrestlers. If you have a little bit of extra money, if you're still getting paid, if you're able to work from home, buy some shirts on ProWrestlingTees.com. Um, support wrestling. Watch wrestling. 
send us a tweet with your favorite wrestling match if you want to. I'm, be good people. Be good people. Follow us on Twitter at Ringo Bernabes. Thank you so much for listening. Um, we'll see if we'll be back next week, depending on how the whole quarantine situation goes, epidemic situation goes. We'll see. Birdo might get the Rona. Drew has a, uh, an iPhone now, so we can all just do a FaceTime session. We'll Ooh. all do FaceTime sessions. Um, we'll all do live Actually, we'll be Twitter. real gamers and go on Discord. We Catch us on Discord at Ringo Bernabes. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, give us a five-star rating. Um, like, share, subscribe. There we go. Follow Bryson at Knox Gods.